You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast that matters most to you. Not bad. I would say the, not the. the okay. The, like the hardcore. You know what I mean? Like put the emphasis on the to syllable. The? The. The. Hardcore like the po- hardcore podcast. Like the hardcore podcast. Like can you pass me that hardcore podcast? The? It's the hardcore, the hardcore I podcast. The I hit Because that's, that's really. Yeah, the exactly. Hardcore. I'd hit the core. It's, it's mm. like heart attack. Mm. Okay. All right. I used to know people, number one, that used to call the band Infest. Mm-hmm. Not. And Asuk instead of Asuk. I, I hear I, Asuk all the time still too. It's not, I, I don't is, think it's right. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, Ian McKay versus Ian McKay. Oh, I, I, mean, I knew yeah. him as Ian McKay for the first like twenty five years of my Me too. hardcore existence. Me too. Yep. But yep. it's and everyone's like anyone who knows him McKay. calls him Ian McKay. I go, well, you don't know. I'm like, if Henry Rollins is calling him Ian McKay, we're probably wrong. Mag- <laughs> Mag- I mean, I have to be fair. Magneto, Magneto. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a magnet. And and but Magneto, there's some that are just look. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck this man is from, but I never heard the word gi before in my life. A gi is something you wear. I know. You know what I mean? I, yeah. d- I don't even or know. gi with G-H-E-E. Oh, like gi, like butter. Clarified butter. Clarified butter. Yeah. Clarified butter or a thing that you wear. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to tell me. Does anybody know gi's ethnicity? I don't know where the fuck he's from. No. no well, gi, the way he says it, is French. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, that, that would makes, actually make sense. Makes total sense. Name, like, right? All these like, hockey players sure. from Canada. Oh, okay, so that helps. Thank you. Yeah. That helps. yeah, of course. I mean, his name is what? Guy Pisciato or something? That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Fits, I would right? guess he was Italian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought he was Bosque or some shit. I, but my, oh, I point, my point is that like, I... I I always, hey, Gee, I, get at us, man. I only know guys. You know what I mean? I only know guys. So, like, I, when I was Do you calling, know a lot of guys? I don't know anybody named Guy. guy I was calling guys. Guy from the shore. Do you know Guy? There's guys. There's a guy. There's a guy? Guy. He does, he's a listener. Thank you, Guy. Hi, he's guy. In, he works at... His family owns Pisces Seafood down in Tom's River. I like Guy. Guy's guy like, in the wilds and uh, oh, no sometimes stag party, sometimes, sometimes, huh. and some other shit. A, a name that I that is common for a part of the world that is not common for my understanding of the world, uh, a lot of Filipinos, boy is a name. Boy. Boy. B-O-Y. And I, yeah, B-O, yeah, I don't know. B-O-Y? Yeah, B-O-Y. Uh, Are you and, just questioning how you spell boy? Well, I thought you said... I, th- I thought <laughs> like you said B-O-Y? I thought you said B-O-Y, and I was going to be like, no, not skater boy. Oh, maybe. Like, or big boy. Said, anyway, see you later, boy. At any rate, there's a lot of places I don't understand, a lot of places I haven't been. So I'm just saying that... So you think Fugazi is... is is trolling you because it's probably Guy Pisciotto from Bethesda. Yeah, and yeah, Ian yeah. McKay. Yeah. From, yeah. from Fairfax. Yeah. To, to which I would say, Guy. And Henry Garfield. Let's not put on airs, Guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's definitely some airs. Yeah, it's some airs. I'm sure, like, someone calls him Guy. Probably, He's got family that calls him Guy. Yeah. Everybody who sits near him at the Wizards games calls him Guy. That's true. <laughs> Is he ever seen that? No. no. Did, like, he, they did like the, you know, like the when they point out like famous people in the audience. And there was Guy Pisciotto, whatever, on the fucking giant Jumbotron at, at a Wizards Washington game. Wizards basketball game. Are you serious? He yeah. looks 95 Same. years old. Yeah. 
like long hair, like all grayed out. Like, wow. but there he was. I'm like, holy crap! Bad news: John Wall might be going in for surgery on his foot, six to eight months, Ooh. and he's got a big contract that they were trying to trade it. John Wall. John Wall. John Wall. John Wall. Well, uh, that's a great transition into our sponsors. Well, first, <laughs> I'm I, Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. Oh, you're Tom today, and our guest. And I'm Greg. Greg. Yes. Uh, Greg, do me a favor. Uh, tell t- tell people at home where they might know you from. Um, he, doesn't I, want, he doesn't want to say bona fides anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, now I, I don't have the airs anymore. For, for many years, I sang and continue to sing because I guess we play every year to uh, in trial in the band trial, and I play I sing in a band between called Between Earth and Sky, and then a new band called Bystander, and that's how people related to hardcore would have would have heard of me probably. But right. people that are related to the public speaking scene would know me as Greg Benick. Okay, right. Greg uh, Orr. We'll get, we'll get into your career in a little while, but yes. uh, first sponsors. Triple B Records. Triple B Records. Greg, you pick up any of these records? I don't. I like. I honestly, in the past year, have listened to so little hardcore. It's ridiculous. We're gonna catch I, up. I, I hope you do, because mm. I mean, even as you were recording your uh, other episode that I was lucky enough to sit in on, I was amazed by your collective hardcore knowledge. It kind of blew my mind. Uh, the people at home oh. are mind blown at how little I know about fastcore. So, wow, he <laughs> doesn't like Age of Coral. It's a topic of conversation. Oh. Uh, yeah, my minds are blowing over there. Uh, so Triple B, uh, to catch you up, yeah. uh, started uh, the way that good hardcore labels do, uh, which is as, is as a favor. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll put out your record. Sure. And then, uh, so Sam, who, what did we say Sam's going by? Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. With his cat. With his cat. Uh, over time, became very good at this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reputation is huge, yeah. like, obviously. Yeah. And uh, in the last, and there was vaguely a triple b sound for a couple of years mm-hmm. but over the last year would we say he's yeah he's really gone in every direction that interests him okay and, and that's like a crisis period for a lot of labels but he's doing it with with a lot of uh what would you call a it plum. a plum i never i feel, I feel it's, <laughs> that's, it a, that's a, a plumb a plumb uh, or a plum i don't know a plumb. It's, a plumb. it's guy. Plumb. It's definitely guy. It's guy. The way guy, he's a, guy would say a plumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah a plumb would. as he hung upside down. Guy, from a guy would say a plumb. Yes, right. Yes, yeah. as he so, hung outside from a basketball. At any rate, he's doing it with a lot of grace, and uh, we've been impressed. Uh, last time we told people to check out what? One step closer. One step closer. Which is up for pre-order right now. What are you going to check out? Let's let's never end the game. The promo, I don't know if there's if physical on it. I don't know, right. Oh, so go buy it, go put some money into a band camp. But what you really should do is get yourself some Triple B gear. Go get the Triple B dad hat. He just made a new batch. Always good to do it. What about the uh, shoulder bag, whatever they call them now? I think they sold out. Again? Mm-hmm. I the just saw one at the show yesterday. Fanny packs? He made fanny packs. But, they're, they, but they wear like them across the mm. shoulder. Yeah, nobody wears fanny popular. packs anymore mm-hmm. unless you're like on steroids. Or Morgado. I mean, that's pretty much... Well, we might be on steroids, so I don't know that. Yeah, we never really uh, investigate that. What do we got going on here? Uh, okay, so what's this one? What's this promo? Dominant Force. Okay. You guys know what is up with this, right? This is like one that South has, Florida. has escaped me, though. What, what's the sound, though? Straightforward I, hardcore. Okay. Like slight New York lean. I kind of like the imagery a lot. I believe we might have listened to a song on one of the listening parties. Okay. Uh the aesthetic on it is good. The lettering is good. <laughs> the, the 
Uh, oh, it's like a metal the, the Grim yeah. Reaper, The Grim Reaper riding a dragon is good. <laughs> so I'm going to say... So they had a very good idea of what they wanted when they went to their art person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say pick that one up because I like everything about the dragon. Uh, What's that for me to you? Where are you looking? Top left, whatever that... Oh, that's the One Step Closer record. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Dominant Force record, which I'll be totally frank. You mean the tape? Tape. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck this sounds like. I just like the look. And at $6, I don't think you can go wrong. And get yourself a hat. Get yourself a hat. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you should? You should spell it out. All right. And it's What is that? What's the website, sir? Uh, that is www.triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. Dot com. So you're going to really stare into like HTTPS. Yeah, you know what? A colon, so, backslash, backslash. So we did a recent episode where I showed my age with such... Age Yeah, We're just going to try different variations. A palm. That, a palm? Uh, <laughs> that's a new one. That uh, it, it, I'm now just leaning in. Do you know when it really struck me? Is on an episode uh, where I said, yeah, my computer's getting old, so I don't keep much... I don't keep many albums on it anymore. And I was thinking, I just acted like I didn't know streaming was a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or cloud like, technology. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I'll be confess. I don't know what the fuck that is. Mm. So I, I uh, yeah. So wow. apparently I'm, I, I'm if it's any consolation, I live in an internet black hole in Seattle. Mm. The, the four block radius around me is the only neighborhood that doesn't have internet in, in the city of Seattle. Wow. So I have to use satellite internet. Literally, I live in an industrial. Why? Area. Why is that? It's it's the way that the way that the internet was uh, the way that the internet was cabled, installed, uh-huh. fiber optic, and whatnot. Oh, sure. I live in such a crazy industrial area that there was no need for it ever in this in this area. Oh, so I use satellite internet, so I can't stream. So everything's MP3s on, on really? in my world. Yeah. Do you have indoor toilets? We do. Okay. Yeah, and Barely. electricity. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so how you, that's how you keep Jeff Bezos at bay, though. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. exactly. he can't get to you if you don't have internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's smart move. So, so yes, yeah, so I have this weird, slow satellite hookup. It's completely insane. And oh. uh, the rumor is that Comcast is now available, but I haven't been home in Seattle in a while, so I'll make the call after. Would you look year. into it? Would oh, you? hell yeah. Of course I would. Yeah. I mean, well, it's I the don't internet. It's 2019, the... of course. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I not like I don't want, want the, the internet. You know what I mean? It's like, if I'm on a desert island, it's like, no, 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 thanks with the shipment of food. I'm doing fine eating sand. Yeah. A wise man once said, no Wi-Fi, no peace. Yeah. Although I'm starting to flip on that. I took Twitter off my oh, phone. I might take Instagram off my phone. I, I'm thinking about becoming a, a little a luddite. Are you gonna make like the announcements like everyone else does? No, no. I mean, I'm, I just I'm did. quitting this website. I just, I just did, Facebook. but no, in general, no. Yeah. Um, Yo, you want to make bets on that? Is that, that happens? It's not last. I know. I mean, I'll I make a bet if it doesn't happen. Twitter staying off my phone. Twitter, yeah, I saw you tweeting from like Hootsuite. And yeah, all this yeah, yeah. Twitter yeah. staying off my phone, but because uh, he's home for now and he's got a computer. Yeah, it's true. Instagram. Instagram. I look at a lot. You're a very visual person. I'm a very visual person. How are you gonna like you know post like selfies at noon on a Tuesday if you're still in bed? Yo, I Tom takes that as a personal. I know. Okay, I'm like I've been at work for three hours. So no names, but we know a lot of people who whose careers suffered a little bit in some ways because they were enjoying themselves too much. You know what I mean? Online. Okay. And if you are enjoying yourself too much online and you got a bunch of clients, they sometimes get big mad. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why am I working harder than you? You're at the beach. Right, right, right. So like, and I aspire to be that person. You know what I mean? I want The guy that makes everyone mad because yeah, you're at the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing that, a bang up job. <laughs> that specific one, maybe not, but you know. But like you, I mean, you don't work at all. So it's not like, I'm not like, why am I working so hard to bring home 
the you know the ba- the bacon the, to this guy. Bacon, yeah. I know. He's sitting at home in his white sheets with his pretty girlfriend, not yeah. doing anything. I don't really give a fuck. I mean, she wants me out of the house really bad, so I got we, we know. I might have to get a, a, a job just to like. Well, I walk dogs. It's cold. Is it bo- does it blow you? No, it's no hell no. Uh-huh. I love walking dogs. It's just I that don't, might be the most fun job you can have. I, it's a really fun job. I just hate the cold. A record store. Maybe. I, the you could be like the pretentious guy at the record store. Like, you're just getting that. You can no, be that guy. No, he's going to be the guy at the record store who's like, you shouldn't buy that. Just don't buy that. And you shouldn't be buying that. The drug no. church wreckage. He's, he's like, he slides no. people his soul seek name on like yeah, a little yeah, piece yeah, of yeah. notepad. Like, pick it up here. here um, Saddam 518. Just dosh me some money. Dosh, dosh. me some <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that if I had that job at my current age... I would probably be the guy that record star? Yeah, that fell into the the tragic I I'm here and I feel like we should be talking so I'm going to engage you on every uh, like I'm going to engage every, every customer, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? And, hey. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like remember I saw them at the garden. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Like, I mean, you don't. I don't want to be that you guy. Turn it to Carl from uh, Aqua Teen. Right. I remember seeing them in '83 at um, Brendan Burn Arena. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Um, so yeah, but I should get out of the house. Does Brendan Burn Arena still exist? I don't know. Well, it became the Izod Center. I know. I don't know if it's. still I don't know if it's now. still like actually. I, did they tear it down? Let's look I it don't up. Know. Yeah, I'm gonna look okay. to All right. Um, and we're going to. I have a good story. Oh, can I tell my Brendan Burn Arena? Yes, please, please. Any story before you want to do there. Still there. It is still there. Still there. What is it for now? Uh, Meadowlands, Meadowlands Arena, formerly Brendan Byrne, Continental Airlines, forgot about that, and Izod Center. Indoor venue, complex, blah, blah, blah. Covered footbridge connects from MetLife. Okay. Um, let's see if it's done anything interesting. No, no, no. This is the, Meadow, what this is, the Meadowlands. Yes. Like, this is the Meadowlands. The football stadium yeah, and then the basketball side. Yeah, yeah. Basketball teams in Brooklyn, the hockey teams in Newark. Newark. Oh, wow. So it just kind of lays there dormant. I didn't know if they knocked it down. So I thought they knocked it down, and I'm not seeing anything there. And I, uh, No, like ice capades, nothing. <laughs> Like yeah, I think maybe they get the Paw Patrol so the last show. Thing I went to I went to uh, American Idol held auditions there in 2011. Yo, that on. might have been the last time they actually opened that door. Yeah. Bob, you're you know more about the the child rearing thing. Um, <laughs> Apparently, since you have a child, and Pat doesn't, so I would probably is Paw Patrol make you an expert. Is that the thing that I had to watch this entire fucking weekend when I had family over? Is that is that like a children's thing? It is. Is it, that or maybe PJ Masks? Oh fuck, I don't know. Nighttime is the there, right there, time there to fight a, crime. I still can't think of a rhyme. <laughs> There, wow, I think that was an Ink and Dagger lyric. I think uh, it was. about the same. <laughs> it was, I think. <laughs> That's what I thought he was doing. Right time. Because um, there was some shit that engaged the kids so damn much. Paw Patrol does a good job. Yeah? The police dog is named Chase. Mm, clever. He's a really divisive Paw Patrol character. Oh, Rubble, okay. um, Sky. What, what, they uh, fight crime? Is that what you said? No, yeah, they do. But they more, more like help people. Okay. PJ Masks are like superheroes who wear pajamas, so... That's PJ. Understood. Um, All right, let's talk. Let's get Tom's story. I mean, no, please. Yes, so, please. No. Don't Brendan Burn and Burn. like I derailed you. You with did my derail. PJ Paul. Oh, bullshit. my God. All right, so Paw Patrol probably is the last event they had at the Brendan Burn <laughs> slash Isod Center. Yes. So I worked security one year for you two. What? Okay, yeah. Wait, what? So my brother-in-law on you the side. You know the edge? I, well, here's, here's where it gets fun. That's why things got weird when I dissed fucking Bono. Yeah, because I... <laughs> I would never have guessed that about you. That I was just, as, <laughs> just as you never would have guessed that I did security for DJ Jazzy Jeff and Technotronic. What? My mm, freshman nice. year of college when they came to Syracuse. Really? I did. Mm-hmm. Was Did it get a little hairy? 
It did not. Did you almost get fired on the spot? I did not. Because I did. Please continue. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my brother-in-law did it on the side. Like he had like a gig that he worked for, like some comp, you know, company yeah. that did. And uh, the the way they had staging set up for this U two tour, it was a heart that went out from the main stage like into the crowd like this. Yep. So they needed people lining the inside of it and the outside, right? So I hired like I got Justin Brandon hired. I got a bunch oh. of people hired. Bifurcated story. Justin Brandon's sitting there and he's like, "Yeah, this guy like standing in front of me, fucking singing off key the whole time." Then he starts talking about his son, who signed to Victory Records and ends up being Jeff Thursday's father. Ah. Was literally like, "Sorry, Mr. Rickley, we thought you had a better voice." Yes, your bro- your son got all the Sunday money. Son, so he was like literally standing right in front of Justin. So uh, second song or something, they you know Edge goes out this way, Bono goes out this way into this giant heart. All of a sudden, I feel this a hand on my shoulder. I turn around. Man, man, Bono. Ah, he's leaning down, like singing you. to the crowd, but he's holding on to me, like for, oh, as a bounce. So I'm and like, you're like, hey, like I love you too, and I'm like watching him. This is your grotto story the whole time. You touch celebrity. Yeah. I mean, he touched me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like the hand of God reaching down. Exactly. And I was just like watching him. The guy come, the head of security comes over. He's like, you do that again, you fired immediately. He's like, oh, we're paying you to watch the crowd, yeah. not the fucking. Uh, well, yeah, so I was gonna fire. You say fire me? Did you? They didn't fire you though. No, but I was. It was very close. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, I got to be a, a bodyguard for Bono. Yeah, there's yeah, not many through the concert. Take a bullet. Yeah. I did my job. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Taken. I've seen Taken. I know how this works. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff survived too. What what about Technotronic? You didn't mention that. Technotronic made it through. All right, very good. Well done. That was a little tighter, but you know. Can we agree In the Line of Fire is a great movie? Great movie. Yeah. Absolutely great movie. What about Man on Fire? Fantastic movie. Amazing Fantastic. I'm going to tell you something after the podcast. All right. Were you on it? Did you want to be the guy that gets the bomb put up his beehole? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, is everybody familiar with the existence of a label called Deathwish? Yes, I'm fine. Yes, okay. Um, they sponsor this show, they do. and uh, what do we suggest that somebody goes to deathwishinc.com? There's a www in front of that, and, and an HTTPS. Yeah, there secure, is. It's a and secure thing. What do we suggest that they purchase while they're there? You want to know why? Deathwish logo sweatpants. That's where you're going? I love them so much. I wore them for three years until they basically became just like... They're on sale. Oh, fuck. And if you enter the promo code... Axe to grind. You should. Indeed, you should spell it out, yeah. You'll get 10% off that on sale already. 10% off a discounted... Damn. What are we talking there? $24. So we're talking like $21.60, right? Ooh. Look. That's a deal. This is a thing that I can tell the truth about. You know, sometimes... Did this label put out 11 of your records? Absolutely. And, and what you got that, out of it was sweatpants? And with that, mm-hmm. I got sweatpants. And I wore the shit out of those sweatpants. You, you're a fan of sweatpants. I love sweatpants. Tom, what would you prefer? The pink sweats he's got that look... Mm, or the nice black Deathwish logo? Death wish, all, no, every day. Same. All right, everybody do, go buy do those. Yours don't have... No, they're not cinched at the bottom. These are like the bell bottoms. No, of, these are of, nice. Uh, Again, you're wearing clothes. You look like the guy in Ocean's Twelve that has to do the capoeira to get around the lasers when he's breaking into the museum. That's what you're dressed like. I'm just on the south of France. Like that's what you're dressed like right now. It's all I aspire to. When I came in tonight, I was like, I didn't realize how informal this was. Right, I immediately right. wanted to take off my shoes, and maybe <laughs> yeah. my take you know, off, jacket, man. everything. Just this like just, I thought, I was hoping you were going to say, I didn't realize how much this was like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we just sit around planning. Uh, yes, uh, Death Wish, one of our favorite labels for many years. Many reasons. Uh, and uh, get the sweatpants. Uh, 
It's it's a value. I'm ordering them right now. Oh, so are you really? Not a bad idea. Maybe. Uh, they make an actual. They make, they make like XL. Those, like a they're out tall? of mediums. Out they're of large mediums. Tall? I'd be a large. I'd be a large. I've made the mistake again XL because my the legs are long. Sweats. For the sweats, yeah. And and the one the set of XLs I got was a little too big, but the large will fit me probably good. No mediums, well, they go but past they got your small. Knees. The what's that? Large? Yeah. Like no, no. I'm saying for your your height. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. They yeah, yeah. They're long enough. They're long enough. They're not going to be. Uh... And if they're flood pants, it's all right. I think that's in style now. I think they right? call them pedal pushers. Pedal pushers. Oh yeah, I'm, fucking, I, I'm in it. I'm I in also it. I got a thing where like I'm open to the ver- in my own home. I'm into the variety the spectrum of sweatpants. I'll wear sweatpants that are skin tight. I'll wear sweatpants that are. Baggy. What's the point of wearing skin tight sweats? If you're not like going out for a run, okay. So if you're not going to protect this house, you look ridiculous. Still warm. Uh, still soft. As long as they're not too tight in crotch area, yeah, right, area. right, crotch area, then I think you're still okay, and maybe m- might even be a little warmer because you don't get any draft. You right. might get a draft. Nothing's flying sweatpants. up there, yeah. No, no nothing. The argument for tight sweatpants. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I'll wear long. <laughs> those johns. are tights. Long johns I'll tights. wear around the house. You know. I mean, those are Lululemon tights. All right. So, what do you feel like you'd be more comfortable going out for the day in, Lululemon tights, or Capris? What are we talking weather? Uh, oh, really first, first day of spring in New York City, sixty-five capris. degrees. Give me them pedal pushing capris, man. I think yeah. so too. Capris, yeah. Get some breezes so. going. You know what? Because in the winter, I think if you're wearing the tights, you could pull off the like. Uh, maybe I'm finishing a jog. Or just, right, you're wearing sure. a long jacket. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. have like Absolutely. saddlebags. Are you, wear, are you wearing that. shorts with the with the? With no, the shorts. I didn't put that in there. No, no. but Lululemons so, are like. Those are like a hundred dollars sweatpants. Nice. I know, but I'll be honest. Like anything that is that like when I go to the binding when I go to the grocery store. Because uh, when I wear sweatpants, I don't know about you guys. I'm not wearing any underwear under them. And then when I go to the when I go to the grocery store, so you got you got I'm skin like, on skin contact. I'm right like there I'm like flopping. You I know, what I know. I mean? I, and and I, I don't hand on his pants like I don't, fucking out. It's been for two episodes straight. Just so I you know. haven't noticed yeah. until now. I keep it. Down I am now. just horrified. Yeah. <laughs> the, the benefit of your seat versus my seat. Yeah, seriously, shake <laughs> me with your right hand. Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, this is my crotch hand. Uh, okay, so. Let's get into Thanks, Deathwish. Let's get into the shit. Greg, thank you for joining us. Yes, oh yeah, and I'm happy to be this here. This is the first time we've talked crotch hand. Um, appreciate <laughs> you being here yeah, for it. It's real though. It took like fifty something episodes, but well, we've arrived. Talking about we've arrived. Yeah, officially this is episode fifty something. Okay. So right on. Yeah, we will no longer yeah. <laughs> we're somewhere in the keep things double big. digits. Yeah, we'll we'll hit you with milestones and that's it. Yeah. Um and uh, Greg, you're going to be joining us for a wide variety of topics. I'm excited for that because we're reaching into the mailbag, Great. just like someone is reaching it. Into <laughs> first question, into his ball, underpants, the ball bag. Go on. Ew. Charlie asks. Hello, Charlie. It was a longer thing, but I kind of helped him find Added it down. It. Right. To, Distilled it. I don't really know what distinguishes heavy hardcore and beatdown. I believe the conspicuous aspects of beatdown are the intense focus on groove and the even more apparent tough guy mindset. I'll even respond by expanding the question into what delineates heavy hardcore from XYZ, grindcore, metalcore, metal, beatdown, noise, and other various extreme genres? Where's the line drawn? Is it all in the mindset of the people making the music? See, Title Fight playing Hyperview songs at a hardcore show, or as dudes from Title Fight will tell you, they think they're a hardcore band. Yeah. Uh, that what is you know is it all in the mindset of the people making the music that makes it hardcore, or is it something else? Who gets a pass? Who gives a shit? Can't wait. Thank you, Charlie. Good question, Charlie. Great series of thirty-five questions <laughs> in one message. He's getting my answer is <clears throat> yes. No. Heavy hardcore and beatdown. 
I feel is like they're there, different. Yeah, I think that because I think a lot of bands can be incredibly heavy and not be beat down. But I think that a beat down band is just a is not just a beat down, mm-hmm. but is obviously a beat down yeah. band. Yeah. And how are we ident- I There's think there's no fast parts and beat down. It's just, typically not many fast parts. Right. Just, like oh, you shit. might get the fastest you might get in a beatdown band is maybe you get like a little mini gallop. Yeah, yeah. But, that's but it's like it. it's like the uh, uh, the the mint leaf on the dessert that you flick off. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. not it's not really a part of the song. For ex- like buried alive is a heavy hardcore band. That's right. Sure. But who's a beatdown band? Bulldoze. Yeah, Bulldoze. They are the preeminent. They are, preeminent. They are the beatdown. starter. But that's also that's also a, that's where I think things their roots beatdown confusing. Yeah, that's roots beatdown. Because now Bulldoze <laughs> would not sound like a beatdown band at all. compared not at to all. the bands yeah. that have their offshoots. Yes, yeah, and right. then and then there's genres that are. Uh, Dirt metal, mosh metal. No, no like yeah. there's Scum there's metal. ones that are spiritually beatdown like slam. And I can't even like internal bleeding. I can define slam. Oh, you can. Absolutely. Slam is definitely more. There's fast parts to slam, but then it's like it's like death metal. It's death metal with breaks. Okay. Slam. Internal bleeding, which is a band I wasn't familiar with till a couple years ago. But there's slam, and it's like obituary, but then with beat down breakdowns. And could I? And the real and like some groove parts, death metal. With a bass player who, who for some reason, can take a walk. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take the yeah. bass for a walk. Yeah. Right. So, so well, could can, I, can I first tell you my obituary story? Yes. Absolutely. When obituary played with Napalm Death in Seattle, this mm-hmm. is many, many years mm-hmm. ago. I was standing in the middle of the pit, and obituary like, was on stage, like yeah. daring people to come at you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was nothing happening. Yeah. I was just standing so, there. So you didn't, you didn't have a braided uh, goatee. I wish this is going that era. That era. And the bassist of obituary. Frank, who has since passed away, do yes. I have that right? Mm-hmm. Was standing with a menacing look on his face, and he's playing, and he's about as far away as we are from apart. Mm-hmm. Listeners, that might be about a meter or two at the most, and maybe we were three. You're spending too much three feet. You're yep. spending too much time in Europe. That's three feet. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I, you know what? Interesting. I am. So, but yeah. uh, I'm standing there, and he's looking down, and he's menacingly looking at me. And for whatever reason, I just held, held up both my middle fingers with a blank look on my face. Because <laughs> you were at an obituary show, and flipped mm-hmm. them off, and just flipped yeah, them off, he and he felt. Joy. But the look on his face as he went from menacing to like oh, like what happened like, like he was hurt drop oh. like he was genuinely for a moment hurt you by the fact him. that I flipped him off like he was trying to like have a connection with you like like we're menacing yes, we are together. menacing we're together in and you chopped in half feel the blood spill from, from your, your bowels yeah. right yeah yeah so um but and I flipped him like, off his hurting. face dropped and then he went back to menacing and for years I thought I wanted to write to him and, and say, apologize hey, sorry about that hey yeah like, I and then you he me, fucking yeah. died You'll never so get now what do I do yeah this is like now you know what this is your mea culpa right here you did you're right I mean someone here knows somebody that Know somebody in obituary. So if you yeah. know someone from obituary, tell them, long. tell them that Greg is really sorry now, for is this long about long the double Greg, middle or is finger. This like hardcore Greg. Hardcore Greg. Hardcore, hardcore Greg. Greg. Yeah. Uh, so can you imagine? I would love to be like, yeah, I don't care. Yo, if I why got, would you do that? To yeah, me? Exactly. Why, why would you do, do that, that to me? me? Is exactly. So what I would. I would have imagined that he would have been doing that. Got the double middle fingers and been like, yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck you too, bro. I thought we were gonna deepen our relationship. Yeah. Right. Instead, a, his face uh, said, "Why did why you, would do, you that do that?" So to me, yeah, people. you misread the room. That's yeah, all. I told it was, it was the move. Like it was the show. You know, other guys might have taken it, but he took it the wrong way. He did. He did. All right. So the difference between beatdown and heavy hardcore. Okay, Charlie. Where would obituary be? So, I, <laughs> not heavy hardcore. Um, I would say beat down, lack of fast parts. Yeah. Um, 
Some people put groove in there. I don't hear a lot of groove in Beatdown. I think no. it's a lot of choppiness and a lot more like thud. There's a thud to it. There's a yeah. low. There's a low end without a groove. I'd say you could have groove, but it's certainly not requisite. You know, yeah, and it's not. It's not part of the formula yeah. precise. No bridges. All riffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I to me, kids call things Beatdown pretty loosely now, in mm-hmm. the same way that maybe kids call things new metal. Pretty loosely. Was uh, Bulldoze the first beatdown band? I think yeah, they right? were. To my knowledge, I always to my said knowledge, yes. That's the fr- like yeah. the first band that like called beatdown. Right? Like, I think so. That's yeah. the first band I ever heard anybody refer to as beatdown. Yes, and then it became like a beatdown. Yeah, yeah, Which I think it's like Bulldoze actually does have a couple fast parts. They do. Wrong. They're more of a, like I think the if roots. If you do it now, you're like, oh, there's like a hardcore band. Yes, exactly. But at the time, you're like, what the fuck is happening? All right, Brad from X Augusta X. Be rad. Um, says long time listener first time caller thank you, thank you. Um, uh, fuck one kill one marry one this is this predates us doing the game on the air so um, intro bust uh-huh. intro ch- so warzone intro changes floor, floor punch. punch intro grunt which is rival mob so which one do you F which one do you kill which one do you marry I would ma- I mean you I marry, marry intro bust yeah you, mm-hmm. mar- you marry warzone um, I'd yeah. probably have intercourse with Intro changes and then kill intro grunt. Yeah, that's mine. Swap those for me. You're going with the you go rival mob, song? mob over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Intro changes is just really a mashup of two or three different old, like late '80s intros. So I'm with it. I'd kill Warzone. <gasps> wow, You're really? Warzone. You're not a Warzone guy. I absolutely would. One, no question about it. Wow. Kill, really? kill, kill Warzone. Marry rival mob. Wow. Okay. And just fuck floor punch. He's sure. sex with the floor punch. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we've talked punch. about it on here. Warzone, are they a good band? Let's leave that for the ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but emotional resonance with me, just because it was something that I, for, it was really the first hardcore show I saw. So emotional resonance it. for me. Let's let's leave that for the ages. Yeah. Let's leave Warzone for the ages. They're yeah, iconic. They're, yeah, icon- nice they're of, iconic. Just because he's an icon. Le- he's an icon. Yeah. Let's yeah. leave that one for the ages. It's a very nice way of yeah. being like buzz off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever Santa fuck time. with it musically? No? Um, uh, for a little while, the 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 uh, the, the uh, second record mm-hmm. I was pretty into for a while, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing them at one point, and I can't remember exactly what year it was, and I I remember being in awe because they were iconic, yeah, and right. I was He's so glad that I was seeing it, them. Right. Um, but but like you said, I remember standing there thinking, do I love this as much as everyone else does? I'm not sure. No, I think there's a feeling a lot of people went through. Yeah, yeah. and it's you know. yeah. Okay, what do we got here? Uh, Kyle says, "Hey Hi, Kyle. dudes, hey buddy, K Lyle." K-Lyle. I'm just doing what you do now. No, but B-Rad is better. Okay. K- K-Lyle is <laughs> Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. says, uh, now my question. Do the Code Orange slash Jesus Peace slash Vein Kids ride for Coalesce? It seems like they would. Or are Coalesce lost in time? Ding, ding, ding. Do we mean... The gear sharing story involving Coalesce ruining the drums was quite funny. Do we mean? I'm seeing Gre- James Deweese tomorrow. I'm going to bring that up to him again and be like, "Remember that time you broke my drummer's drums? Bring it up." <laughs> I still have heard about it for 20 years. No one's been able to borrow so much as a hi hat clutch because of you. You fuck. I love you, but you couldn't you're... borrow a throne. I uh, think people would fucking mm. lose their goddamn minds over Coalesce, but I think it's lost the time. Uh, it's for those kids. Younger so people. you mean if Coalesce was to like appear on the scene now as they were then? Probably. I mean, then they were just like chaos, like throwing yeah. fucking bass drums into the crowd. But as far as like, could guitarists jerk off during a set now? I'm sorry. <laughs> the the guitarists to Coalesce used to jerk off. I don't know. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> ask wow. Him, ask ask them tomorrow. 
Uh, well, he's the drummer, but yeah. But but no, ask. Now he's in the Get Up Kids. A, ask him if he recalls that jerking off during the set. Yeah. Hey, not, did Jess jack off during the set? I'm almost 100 percent sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Okay. But so I, I think they're super heavy. I don't and know I think if that if, would fly. If I think kids Cole, were introduced to that, we're like, hey man, check out this give them give them rope thing. They'd probably be way into it. I just don't think they are aware of. it. I think it's lost in time, and I think totally people would ride for it if they were heavy. familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not really because we're talking about the fans, not the actual kids in these bands. The kids in these bands, I'm sure, are familiar. They're, I mean, they're all musicians. Yeah. So they probably yeah. do know enough about them. That's an interesting like question. Like Jamie Morgan definitely knows who Funko Les is in his life. I bet so. Sure. I bet so. I wonder if everyone, and it's not like to say everyone in every band needs yeah. to know every band. No. no. But I think about that because there might be a dude in those bands who isn't familiar with something like that. Oh, there's like always it, you know? one dude in, in every band who has never heard the things. <laughs> we do a podcast with one of them. Never heard the things that you But that one Takeshi 6 9 song was yeah. pretty yes. good last year. Mm. <laughs> All right. So... Um, Boo Ernst. <laughs> what else we got? What was, jo- what? was there, there, I was just, just wanted to oh, see them. Okay. Um, Joseph. Was there only one Fuck Mary Kill? There was only was one. It? Yeah, it was just a random one. Uh, we just threw it in there. It was a long time. Okay. If you're feeling right. spicy, we can get to it later. Um, Joe asks also, X band touring on X anniversary of release of X album and playing it in full. This needs some reigning in, no? Question mark. Question. I think it needs a little reining in. Okay. I really, I mean, I do. Like, I can't imagine Trial going out next year and on the 20th anniversary of Are These Our Lives playing Are These Our Lives in full. It just seems so, like, self inflating and gratuitous. I don't know. There's something about it. And which, right. No, like, it, why would I? This why is would a cool question. Yeah, it's a very good question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I would want to, why would we want to do that? And But I mean, I think, all right, I can say you guys are way more thoughtful about these sorts of things. If I think about the few records that I've done, and I don't, you can probably speak to this too. We didn't really think of like, like track listings. No, like if you think about, think about it about now, twenty it's years like, into your career, you don't think about it when you're a kid, right? So it's like, all right, those first five songs are the bangers, yeah. and it dies in the middle a little bit. Well, like if we were to say to do like unorthodox, Hollow Band Name would not be the last song, right? Like so, that's what the fuck are we gonna do? So let me let me not straight through. Yeah, l- l- let me ask this. Yeah. Uh, are these our lives? How much of it is classic material? You don't have to be humble. Like, how many songs would you say are necessary in a for set? A, for a trial set? Like, well, you're not oh, you're not inflating it just just yeah. for no, your no. no. I mean, here's the thing: is ten that ten song like, set? You probably play six, seven songs. We play six, probably six songs from it. And Tim and I always talk about this because Tim Tim is of the opinion that there's two hits, right? Reflections and War by the Means are the yeah. two hits. Those are the biggest hits. The biggest, yes. right, yeah. right? But, but, the, but I see it differently because I put so much thought into it, right? That everything right. builds from everything else and the record progresses. Right. So in my mind, it makes sense to play all of them, not because they're classic songs. No, but because of the way you formed because it. Because the way I formed it, right? Lyrically, the way I formed it. But I mean, it doesn't, but then again, I go back to what I originally said. It doesn't necessarily make sense to do that just because it's the anniversary of the 20th thing. Right, the 20th, right. right. It doesn't, it, we don't have to do that. Sure. But, but um, so in terms of how many are, are, are classics, I mean, to some people, they love the entire record front to back, but I think that the two, you know, those two those songs are the ones tracks. that are recognizable or the right. ones like that- everyone knows yeah, exactly. Like everyone knows the fucking like. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it gets ridiculous. But um, and then you know, war by their means, of course. You yes. know, I think, um, I would say those two are the two, right? Realistically, mm-hmm. if I'm speaking on behalf of all people, but in my mind, I always listen to it front to back. I where, was, where are those spaced on the record? Um, uh, Reflections is first. Mm-hmm. War by their means is second, isn't it? A second, second on the record. So, yeah. so really, if you were to do front to back. 
and play your, the your bangers yeah, yeah, yeah. Fr- up front. <laughs> that would be an interesting time. It would be an interesting yeah. time. Well, you know, when, so not, like writing, one time that would be interesting to yeah, do, I guess, sure. but not maybe not like... Well, when I was yeah. working on the record, I was inspired by Lou Reed, who in, right. in, in the New York album, he had a liner note that said, this album is meant to be listened to in its entirety, something like front to back, the way you'd read a book or watch a movie. Mm. And I That's remember cool. thinking, holy yeah. shit, I want to write a record like that. Right, so right. in my yeah. mind... It's just it's, it's basically a song. Story. Yeah, right, it's just the right, whole right, deal, right, right? right? But but that doesn't mean that everybody else goes. Oh, I hope they play the whole oh, story. The, right, you know, it's like right. ridiculous. And I think it's kind of cool if you go to a show and like you go. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, are they playing this whole record in order? Like that, I think that's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure, what I'm. I think that's kind of. But going like I mean I've gone to those shows. Yeah, but you wouldn't. I, I, okay, so let's say somebody showed up at a trial show and we played the whole album front to back. I would hope they'd be excited. Yeah, and I'd feel good about that. Yes. But I'd feel silly if we were like, "What's up, everybody? We're doing the record front to back. Come on out and check it out." It would right, just feel like, right, right. Uh, if it was more organic. Yeah, that's a yeah, good yeah. point. And I think. I think yeah. Do you think like we always talk about this, and we could be wrong. But that, like, putting a date on stuff makes you seem mad old. It can. That it's like, this is the 25th anniversary of fucking, you know. You know what? The first time that stuff started hitting, it sort of, because, I mean, I wasn't around the very first time. Because, like, if you look at, there's AF shirts that are, like, or Chromags celebrating 10 years of the Age of Quarrel right, right, from right. like 1995 right, 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 you know right, what right, I mean right right and I think the first time like you become aware of that it's like that's kind of cool okay yeah like like yes I do want to see Agnostic Front just play songs off Victim in Pain that sounds pretty good to me yeah, yeah you know yeah. but because it's now now as a holistic look we're entering this time where oh there's an awful lot of that and it, it almost Victim makes pain is forty years old. Yes, and it yeah, almost yeah, makes sure. the whole world like. And I mean, I'll say this about Revelation. When Revelation did the twenty fifth anniversary, I was like, "Rad, that's mm-hmm. neat." Absolutely. When it was followed up by the five years later, the thirtieth anniversary, yeah, I, was like, I was like, "That's unnecessary." Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if it was twenty fifth and then fiftieth, like, all right, sure, I, that's, uh, sure. that's a fucking like, lot 30th of time. Thirtieth just seems like kind of like arbitrary. And yeah. off air stuff for that, but but the uh, the idea to me is like, are we? Getting into a world where, like, we, we've talked about this, is 2018. Outside of Minor Threat, I guess Inside Out, uh, you could have seen any classic hardcore band you wanted to. Those are the, the two. That's it. That's it. Those are great. And, and, and neither you know, of them will ever happen, and that's awesome. But we also said that about Judge. Burn, and we Judge. said that about Judge. Right, but I feel like Ian McKay will... I don't think he will. Ian I'm not, McKay. Saying, I'm not saying they should happen. I'm not saying they yeah. should do happen. He, do you ever... I don't, I don't do you know him at all? A little bit. Well, you know, I mean, you met him too. Do you ever foresee like it being? Is there any situation There's, that no. might come? I would up give. That, I'd give. I'd bet every dollar in my pocket or world or somebody yeah. else's because I don't have that much. Um, that Inside Out would happen before yes, Minor Threat. I agree. Even though I don't think that's likely either. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you know, if it was like Zach's going to have to stop ordering burritos for a long time to have to do an Inside Out reunion. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I mean, because that's the thing. Like if he needed to say something happened. That That's they really the needed to raise listeners. money. Mm-hmm. He just goes, we do a couple of Rage Against the Machine shows. Mm-hmm. Millions of dollars per night. Correct. And then you're good. Uh, or you do fucking Rage you do Inside Out. We would all be stoked, but you'd make like 20 grand. Yeah, okay. So, so, right. You know what I mean? But that's, okay, so there's the wild card. And for listeners, yeah, Bob just pulled a deep cut. We know everything that, uh, well, not everything. We know, we know, Zach. We know his burrito We know Zach, order. Zach De La Roca's uh, <laughs> burrito order. Call we us have, TMZ on yeah, that Yeah, we shit. have insiders. Um, but, I, I would say uh, it's not for some people. It's not about the money, though. When they ha- when they, let's say he does a Rage Against the Machine thing, and then does 
the Ohio Women's Center with an inside out with thing. inside out for a benefit. You I know mean, I, mean? I think there's the reason is I think that a dude like Ian McKay and I won't speak for the guy, but my belief is after having you know met him, talked to him, I think he would say no. That was so specific a time and place for all of us. A couple of years, and I'm still buddies with those guys. Whatever, whatever. It would be disingenuous to that time for us as humans to do it. And I, I won't do that to myself. Awesome. I agree with that. I absolutely yeah. agree with that. And I was uh, so amazed as all of us were when the picture came out of them oh, sitting on the steps God. last yeah. month. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's happening. It's like, no, yeah. Uh, no, they so do it every year and they just they don't took take a, a photo. Picture. They took a photo of themselves. Right. That's apparently they've happened. done that like every year since oh, the I didn't know beginning. That. For a long time. Yeah. And they like, it just this was the first one that ever got like published. Oh, wow. wow. So like they're doing a coffee table book. Mm-hmm. A minor threat yep. coffee table book. And yeah. this was like, they get together every year to just discuss minor threat business and kind of all the stuff out. with Discord yep. and just like catch up. Wow. Yep. And that was, and they literally take this photo every year. This is the first time it actually got, got somewhere. How is it that these guys were so advanced in their thinking? Meaning like, how we is talk it? about that all the time. I mean, like, oh, how does it, how is it that Fugazi recorded every show? How, so how here's that the, right, we, yeah. the very first, he came, uh, I did a class at NYU about hardcore, this, that, and the other. And um, we had Ian come and speak. The first question I said to him was, all right, so why did you start documenting everything right away? Yeah. Right at the beginning. Absolutely. Start documenting everything. And they have a collection at Discord of as much ephemera as he can get his hands on. And he's still active. I brought up some guy who um, is in possession of this big uh, zine collection from L.A., where um, it was like a photo-based zine that they handed out, like a one-page zine it shows that was just pictures from shows, like not of the bands, but people. And he's like, oh shit. And he's like, oh, and I was like, oh, you're in a few of them. And here the guy who had this collection was showing. He's like, oh, do you have his contact info? I need that. And like, he's very actively tracking that stuff down. But he said, I was like, why did you start doing yeah, that? Like, why did you, how, would you how know? did you know? Yeah. Not everybody who starts a band in their garage is like, let me let me make sure we have our tape. Let's let's make keep one of these flyers. Yeah. No, no but matter what, and he just shrugged his shoulders. He's like, I don't know. Like yeah. now you can. He, have I think it was more thought. just like the, the type of person. I was going to say no, yeah. I, no matter what his answer was going to be, I was going to disregard it. That's yes. just a type of person. His answer was a shrug, and that's yeah. who he is. Because now right. you can think about it. Go like, oh, you know what? I want to make sure I keep track of all this sort of stuff. I have a ton of like ephemera from like indecision, mm-hmm. but, like yeah, yeah. not from the get go. And now imagine right. it's 1980, and like punk's been around for a couple of years. Like how do you, how would you ever think like we really need to like archive Let's all grab of things. this stuff? It doesn't, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah. There's some. I want to get the link for it, but there's some. Somebody did basically a Fugazi zine that was like an infograph that they were able to kind of uh, distill. Um, of all the info that Discord had about like because Fugazi every show they played in DC was a benefit show right every single one they ever played they That's made amazing. as a benefit right like and basically, Center or something right Wilson everything Center. every show they ever played where they were playing on the mall or playing at some place they never took any money for a show they so played cool. in DC and they raised money and they kept track of it so the zine had published all the money they had raised for all these various charities. Wow. High five figures for several of them. Wow. Which is outrageous to think about. So, yeah. So yeah um, minor Threat dis- uh, reunion, not happening. No. Inside Out reunion, not happening. To get back to it. Do you think they get it? Do you think? I'm sorry. No, sorry. please. Do you think they get offers? Absolutely. On like a regular? Oh, they yeah, definitely sure do. Like Coachella. Yeah. Like, yep. Apparently Coachella was like, we'll throw you a couple million for Minor Threat. And he's like, I'm not doing yep. it. But like, do you think Inside Out, like mm-hmm. who has the, the goal to be like, well, who can get in touch? Because I'm sure if you were like, hey, Vic. And or Mark Hayward, like, do you want to? Uh, oh, oh, Chris Pratt, what, what's up? I, I you don't, don't think any of these dudes would do it? It's only up to Zach, clearly. Yeah. 
But like, if someone's like, "Hey, man, so and so has cancer, we need to do this benefit," he would just write a fucking check. It's just right, right, right. Unless he really wants to do that. Yeah. The offers have come in, and I'm sure there's yeah. one person who says no. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. So um, Bratton doesn't want to do it. That's, so that's Bratton. <laughs> it's, it's Mark Hayworth. You know? um, no, the the thing to me is, so you can see every band and like every day that goes by. I think it's awesome for us to celebrate. And like part of the reason this podcast I hope is cool in any way is that it encourages people to look back and to be looking forward. Mm-hmm. But your position as an individual with hardcore should not be strictly backwards facing. Sure. And looking for the reunion show and whatever. I hope that younger people are looking back here and there to pick up a thing or two yeah. maybe and see what cool it's shit is back there. Yeah. History and just there is a living, breathing element to all of it. But if you're not facing front and seeing what's happening now, you might be losing out on some cool experiences. I had an interesting conversation in a, uh, an airport. I ran into Jamie Josta a few years ago, and, and we we knew each other back when when Trial and Hatebreed toured Southern California. Right. Played garages, and Trial was playing over Hatebreed because yeah. no one knew who they were. <laughs> sure, right? sure. And ten kids would come per show. But we sat down and we talked for a little while, and he was telling me that with no disrespect intended, he stopped telling kids. And this is ten years ago. Yeah. He had stopped telling kids, "Know your roots. Listen yeah. to Agnostic Front, Victim and Pain." Right. You know, you mentioned it right. before. You know, he just stopped telling him because how do you tell a twenty-year-old listen to this album that came out when you were born? Correct. Yes. Right. 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 We and, talk. And we talk why? about it on yeah. the podcast all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, yes. a, it's a uh, just as the same in the same respect that I don't have an interest in uh, like music from nineteen seventy-three. Exactly. Like, but I listen to fucking Black Sabbath. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's iconic, and it created all the music you listen right, to. Right. But, but AF do you, is. Do you listen to the Mamas and the Papas or couple Gladys Knight and hits. the Pips or some? Well, so, you know but then you yeah. don't connect to it. Even yeah. if you do listen to it, it's 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 like Earth, it's, Wind, and Fire. Is oh, that like September? Well, I mean, these, are, these are great. Great. I was music. Bob music. is saying literally yes to every I question you ask. But I'm saying this is great music. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I shouldn't have said. Seventy-three. No, what no. I should have said is seventy-six. Sure. For this reason, because something that's you were born. No, <laughs> no because something that something that squarely happens before oh, I'm born. Yeah. Something that squarely happens, but isn't isn't classic. Isn't like I have this theory that that people do not like the thing that their that their older brother was into. You know what I mean? Like there's mm. just a pushback against uh, maybe not even older brother, older older uh, your, your your uncle or your something. Uncle that's yeah, cool. cuz my brother you know, he, I, I was in his gym. He has a gym in Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, go lift weights at the Live Well Company. Um he um go work out there, but he was in the gym and he was playing all his music in the gym and I was like, I introduced him. I introduced him to that. I introduced him. Yeah, that. Yeah, I introduced feeling him that. it. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Now is Daryl older or younger? Daryl is 2 years younger than me. Nice. Oh, Good shit. job, older brother. Yep. I I think that there is a pushback. I think I'm more likely to listen to something that maybe not my father. He's 112, but like mm-hmm. so, so, something that my father listens to than something that <laughs> so like my, a Duke Ellington uh, record yeah. versus yeah. So, well, I mean, I, I hear what you're, I, so I, I hear what you're saying because I think there's validity there, but I also think a lot of it's the presentation. Yeah. Tom and I have talked about this a couple times. The people who are older than you who are around when you got in stuff. We're kind of dicks, dicks and gatekeepers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you're not. Point. You don't know. You don't deserve to have this right. Yeah. Burn seven yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they used to do. I mean, whereas the people who are directly older than me in my area yeah. were really cool. Like I remember having a, like two hour phone calls with the dudes who were, now. When I look back, I was 15 and they were 18. Right, right, But like right, on the right. phone, yeah. like them explaining the bad brains and explaining DC to me yeah. and all this stuff, and like how cool that was. And if I didn't have that, how fucking different my relationship sure. to older stuff would have been versus current mm-hmm. right. 
And I think a lot of that is in presentation. And it's a lot, like like you're saying, the theory is interesting because, oh, the older brother or the dad or the, the cool uncle who's not that cool, maybe he's a dick about his music, he seems he thinks he's cool. It's about the way you're pre- presenting it. And it's the same thing in hardcore now, today, tomorrow, forever. Because if you were presenting old bands like... Oh, you don't know your roots? You don't know Warzone? Yeah. You no fucking one's, missing yeah. out. None of your shit's good. Yeah. Oh, you listen to this, that. Yeah. You're immediately, everybody's going to reject that. Fuck you, man. Yeah. You think about yeah. this for you, when explaining your musical taste, the youth crew dudes were dickheads to yeah. you. It just straight up and rejected everything and you liked. And fast hardcore stuff. Uh, undoubtedly, my distaste for fast hardcore comes from the fact that the people that were into it in my circle were unpleasant people. Unpleasant huh. and unpleasant to you about your choices, your right? your knowledge of it, and you, like like your knowledge of it in that moment. Yeah, for sure. When uh, when I met a young Gregory uh, Pikachu Falchetto, ah, he was into. Uh, Fury Five, Hatebreed. He did like certain things like yeah. Floor Punch, etc. But and other friends, Dave Ackerman, were like, "Yo, he likes the fucking worst garbage. Fuck that shit." And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I tried to find the thing that I liked that was closest adjacent to that. Like, oh, I like this stuff. Do you like? Have you heard the breakdown demos? Have you? Do you listen to Killing Time? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it sucks to say it, but like, extending that kind of energy is 110% going to return a better yield than the, oh, Patrick, you didn't listen to the pressure races demo? Mm. You fucking poser tool. Right. You've never heard cooler. the enough yeah. demo? Like, come on. No, there's nothing fun about no. that. And it's not the way you share music. It's not the way you share anything. No. You don't share music that way by being a gatekeeper. Like, sure. fuck that. There's nothing cooler and better feeling than sharing music with somebody. Something that you love, love that you're like, just check this out. You may not like it, but just please just give this a chance and not kind of... But I had a fucking shitty druggy cousin mm-hmm. that loved Ozzy Osbourne. I still look at Blizzard of Oz and I go, ah, because yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so fucking good. Oh my so god. No, I know, but like, I can so picture good. the cassette, like the Columbia House, like cassette where it's like the cover is up here and like yeah. yep. writing down here, and the and the case is part clear, part black. Yeah, total, I can picture that. Total disrespect for the album art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that dude, like this dude, was such a shit ball yeah. that I think of. Him when you I associate think of it. it, it's like a yeah. triggering. Yeah. It. yeah. What about the outtakes for that album art? I'd like to see that. I bet there's some really good. <laughs> oh pictures. yeah, I'm sure there's some great photos yeah. of that. So, anyways, uh, don't be a gatekeeper. Share the music you love with other people because it feels good. And eventually, if you know them, you'll be able to share music that maybe you like or think is cool that you think they'll like. That band I sent you, the yeah. Baths. I was like, Fucking oh, awesome. I was like, this is cool. I, I bet spread the word. Like it. it was love nice. It. So, uh, share the shit you like. Um, our so, reunions of anniversaries, yeah, but just don't overdo it. Right? Don't overdo it. Saying? Just don't overdo it. I, yeah. I, I have a, I have very mixed feelings on this because I, I when I was working f- for a booking agent, I saw the cynicism that goes into the, like the the cynical nature that goes uh, into these things. When you were booking the new miserable experience twentieth anniversary, tour, no, I definitely I, went to that last year. Yeah, I, it's a good record. But every record. Has a couple of fucking duds. Oh yeah, there's very few records that go from one to twelve, whatever. That are like, this song is better than the last one. Yeah. This song's better than the last a one. A good friend of mine, who shall remain unnamed, only because I don't know if he would want me sharing his name and his opinion, contends that there are uh-huh. only. He says there are only was it five or was it three hardcore LPs in the history of the genre that deserve to be LPs. All others should be. Sandwiches. I maintain the same thing. I think I've gone I, on record I, here. You know, okay, let's, do you, would, do you remember do you know the three? three? Let, let me let me text him Please and do. ask. I know that, and I'm going to get it out of the way first. I know that he's. 
it really in the trial album, and he feels that okay. the trial album is one. Let's get that oh, out of the nice. way. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Let's get that out of the way. But the ones that it's are... good humble brag. I like that. No, no, okay. no, no. But I mean it. I'm just saying... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting out of the way, because when I list it, I don't want to just be like, like, oh, surprise, Oh, and, uh, yeah, surprise. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. The fourth right, one that he just right. added. Right. In terms of records that everybody would agree Universal. on. Universal. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me ask. All right. So here's... Age of Quarrel and Kelly Time. I mean, there's a lot of people who would have different opinions. I... There's people that think that there's duds on Age of Quarrel. You do. I think the record's a dud, but I'm saying you're that. out of your No, fun. not you. Tom, like, I mean, Tom, like Tom has yes, one track. But even yes, you, dude, I would give my no. I would give a fucking lung to even write the bad song on Age of Quarrel. Yes, sure. If you were like, yo, Seek is the Truth, do you want this song? I'd be like, I'll take Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let me exactly. put this out there. I have friends who I respect their opinion on hardcore so much who are like, out of step, bad record. Wowza. Wow. Wowza. Think it's like, yeah, the seven inches, fantastic. Then they hit out of step. Mm, bummer. That person's trying no, there's not. That person's trying entirely too hard. No. Well, hold on. I'm gonna be the weird <laughs> Go get this is so good because be the gatekeeper. Bag about no, it. I'm gonna be internet like uh he- like everything's problematic kid. Yikes. That's my response. <laughs> You're canceled. You're can- that person is fucking canceled. That's insane. Is there a bad minor threat song? No, so I did the whole The B side of In My Eyes, seven inch. Guilty of being white and uh, Stepping Stone, I think. Is I, so Stepping I like Stone, I don't love. Songs. Yeah. Stepping Stone, good songs. But if you had to Stepping live off Stone. one half of a record, it's that or uh, or what's the B? We love you. What's the B side of uh, of Solid Days? Little Little Friend or something? What, no, that's what, what? all right. I mean, every song's great. Right. I problem. mean, there's really no. Uh, yeah, I so I listened to the entire discography like and yeah, examined every song, and I it's even incredible. the songs that I thought I did not like as a kid. I think are perfect. I think that it's like it's the only band I can think of that has Cashing in might be the one the, that I'm yeah. like. Oh, I love Cashing in. Hi, I'm Ian, and I'm from. You've right heard my cover of it. See, I That's like, true. I like it. I mean, it's funny. I love it's it. It's Funny, but yeah, I mean, at the time, at the time, it was it was punk. It was punk mm-hmm. of him to do that and right, throw that true. weird right. stuff in. Yeah. You know? Whereas now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right. Tom. I'm from Yeah, you'd be like, yeah. Like, what is that? The fuck I, I didn't know yeah. people didn't like that song. I love it. I mean, it. if I had to pick a song, mm-hmm. but I mean, if your last song yeah. is a band to be Salad Days, you're like, good night, see you later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salad Days, I, that's still the song when I listen to it, I get, get chills. But I mean, think about that, that I, I think there is a list of what I would consider perfect hardcore records, but like I'm putting Age of Quarrel on it, and Patrick's saying I don't like a second of it. No, but I would. You wouldn't de- say it's I, good. N- I would defer to the trillions of people yes. that think it's utterly perfect, and yes. just say that this must be a personal. Yeah, I, I want. I think part, I'm gonna. You know I, mean? I think we're gonna go to. I'm gonna have a couple guys from the Chromex take you to the whole, the market, please. And like, I mean, he's at, treat you good right now. Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, we got treat you good. Like, like have a nice, and then see if they can. Warm Get rid of the, the negative. Maybe do a wheatgrass shot with JJ. Yeah, I'd do a wheatgrass shot with with JJ for yeah. sure. Yeah, and probably go walk some dogs Smoothies. with him. I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then it's like, we'll punch oh you. yeah, when everyone was liking the Chromags in the late '90s, and I was averse to that. Maybe I get it. All right, We've got, got text list? bubbles. All right, here we go. Okay. Text bubbles back from my friend, so we'll hear what he has to say. He's typically a long texter. Okay, so this might take a while. Well, so we'll get back to it. So let's get back to it. Let's do another question. Hey y'all! Not hey. sure if this was covered in an older episode hey, that I haven't listened to yet. But what would you? Well, go- how dare you? I know, I know. Seriously. First of uh, all, how dare you? I got a question for you. 
what would you guys say was the point in time when hardcore and punk really started to become different entities? Hmm. In the early to mid-80s, it seems like nearly every punk band was a hardcore band, but sometime, somewhere in the 90s, there was a definite divide between what was punk and what was hardcore. Was it a combination of the youth crew scene and Bad Religion putting out Suffer and getting more melodic? That's a weird reference. Yeah. Or was it later when shit like Green Day and Rancid started oh, blowing up? Thank you. Thank you, Dan. I would say... I would say, I mean, if I Black Flag's a hardcore band mm-hmm. and not a punk band to I, me, I, yeah. I think Agreed. absolutely. I, I actually is think it DOA is when the when they did Hardcore '82 is that the definitive split? I don't know. I, mean, I might go Black Flag My War. Mm. I feel like they're a hardcore band. I did. I mean, that's I feel I mean. like Damage. You could still like I'd say, well, okay, Nervous Breakdown, Jealous Again, uh, like you know that stuff's still punk. Damage. It's a lot of their older songs and like some real like yeah. punky stuff. But then with My War. That's, that's not punk. That's not punk. And I, I, so I have a feeling on this, which is this is all not rose-colored glasses, but this is all retrospect talk. Like, correct? Because I believe that from 1980, you have a deep divide mm-hmm. and, and a incontrovertible divide. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really think that. Like, oh, I've also got another. Like, but people also act back then. It's like, dude, everything was hardcore punk. Hardcore so, punk. I and agree. then it became. I think up until like the late 80s, 88, for some reason in my mind. Was it's the str- dividing line. Yeah, not about the dividing line, but I just remember like, you know, going to shows and just thinking like, oh, that's obviously a straight edge band. And it was the rise and explosive rise of straight edge. And then you could mm-hmm. tell the difference between that band and a band like the undead who were, you sure, know, right. touring yes. at the time who were most definitely a punk, punk band. band no, right? sure. Yeah. So, oh, oh, by the way, I saw a picture of the misfits the other day. Oh fuck. I got to remember who showed it to me, but it was from 1995. I'm going to get it sent to me right now from 1995 when someone was trying out for them and it's Doyle and, um, Jerry, Jerry. Without makeup on, have you ever seen a picture of them without makeup? No, on? no. I was shocked. <laughs> I will get, 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 get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, huh? Bad from twenty three years ago. It's insane. You just won't believe it when I show it to you. Wow. All right. So um, my, my friend says, by the way, yes, life, love, regret, unbroken. He says is uh, a complete record and should not be a shorter record. Earth Crisis, destroy the machines. Uh, he feels was a perfect hardcore record yeah, front to back. With that, yeah. And I asked him not the Judge record, not Gorilla Biscuits, because those are two yeah. records that mm-hmm. I think to myself. Like, yeah. Well, the first time I heard the Judge LP, I, I'd never heard anything like it yep. in my life. But he's suggesting, and he hasn't written back to my question about not Judge, not Gorilla Biscuits, that the judge record would be better with a few songs taken off of it and as okay. with Gorilla Biscuits I'm not convinced about that because Gorilla could Biscuits could you take off a star today that's I can't fatty. imagine yeah, I don't, uh, I can't there imagine. might be a track but I still think but it's I mean not bad. enough no, to make it a 7 inch yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no 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 yeah. or like so, so this oh, person about 42 her. years old oh, wow, he, says, he says judge judge because um, it would make two better EPs the songs are good but I almost never choose to listen to start to finish mm-hmm. Gorilla Biscuits is pretty arguably perfect I can recognize that but to me it's kind of bland and it's a bland and safe record to me these days it's no steady medium that it has no peaks and valleys. It's just great, but I just don't personally care about it anymore as a record. So he's saying it hasn't resonated sure. the way that, for example, I mean, I know for me, yeah. uh, I, you know, I listen to Age of Coral, and I'm just like, how how was this possible? Yeah. Like, how did this right how, right? And right. I, I feel this. I feel the same about um, the Youth of Today LPs too. Like, I'm yeah. just like, how did this? How did this happen? How did these kids make yeah. this? I, I, I ask that constantly. Yep. How did, like, from from like this a sociological perspective, how did a group of people like us, a yeah, bunch yep. of random idiots, come together and create something that was so potent and real and unique and original that we're still talking about it thirty something years later? And it talking makes no to sense. that, GB doesn't do that for me. 
I love that. Star Today. It's one of my probably, probably top ten hardcore records. But I don't like how you don't marvel at it. You don't no, at it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. But it's like. You Seven seconds did this fucking eight years ago. I, I was just looking at start today. I think I could cut off four songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? And I, yeah. Well, and, and I like Greg, the record. I like the record. But yeah, please yeah. pull it up. Let's see. Go back to your history, bro. It's just cats and dogs over and over for him. For me, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, really? Yeah. I, mean, not, I, lo- I love the song. Uh, when we do the special feature coming this summer, Revelate. Revel- <laughs> Bob has everything. <laughs> no, this one's got a reason. It's in the summer. Uh, we're doing a special. It's going to be NPR style. Revelation Summer. Instead of Revolution oh, Summer. Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a Are we getting, what's his name, Ira Glass to come down and... We don't need Ira. I Get out of here, Ira. I could be Ira Glass. We what got you, plenty. Can, you are counting now with your fingers. Two sides, first failure. I don't need either of these songs. First uh, failure is a great song. I, I don't need either of those songs. Uh, how's Good Intentions two start? Sides. I don't do, know if do, I need do, that. Do, Trial do. and error. Good intention. Yeah. It's do, 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 I'm not positive. Yeah. Uh, I'm not perfect. I'm decisive. Trial and error. Oh, sure. My bad. You just for that my line. You need not, yeah, it stays. Yeah. Uh, it stays. It stays. I think Fantastic. if you listen to this record, you probably Biscuit keep it more. Power? This, is this your favorite Rev Classic <laughs> record? It might be. Mm, it might be. Let me take I think it is. Uh, well, what version guys... of Biscuit Power? Oh, it's Biscuit Power. That's not on there. That's that's uh, that's the that's bonus tracks. Like, yeah. Two bonus tracks on the CD. You know that song. Oh, that's... So wait. Where, where did the bonus tracks? Those don't count. Where where did that first appear? Not Biscuit Power Seven Inch. Oh, no, no, oh. it's it's a comp. Uh, the, 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 the Wild Things Rebuilding Comp, right? Rebuilding or where the Wild Things are. Okay, so right. so the 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 actual record ends with Cats and Dogs. That's correct. right. Okay. Sitting right at home. Right I actually, yeah, I love that song, but yeah. but there's not I, my favorite. But no, not mine. But that's like an additional. Those aren't know. on the album, so. Would you cut okay. off the other 90 tracks that are on the yeah. CD the original Are you CD. familiar with that? So the original Grove New Haven it's... version. Had it in my hand. Had it in my hand in the record store. Fuck. And yeah. At the, so At the same time, as in order to fund my band's first 7-inch, the process of, elimina- process of elimination 7-inch, I sold my um, gold vinyl copy of the Together comp. Oh. I sold... Uh, my first press Warzone. I sold uh, everything at uh, ten bucks each in the uh, record store. It's a shame because you could just buy a car now. With yeah, that. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, but the the New Haven Revelation version of Start, Start Today, Today is cut up into ninety nine tracks. Mm-hmm. And there's some weird stuff near the end where it's like uh, them prank calling managers and shit. right, and like yeah, their manager cool. being like, "You're gonna be in jail," like Roger and the dr- and the judge singer. Yeah. And we met that guy, Doug Carrion. <laughs> Did you? We met him oh, in yeah, like Vermont. The, the original bass player of the Descendants. Right. I think there's not two original, guys, but he was. Though. Oh, you're I don't know right. if they're the same, I think you're right. Same name. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're we right. Were, Justin and I were trying to figure it out. This is 20 yeah. fucking years ago. But we're like, holy shit. Because he's is like. Is it the dude from Descendants? It's like, no. No, it's a guy from. Name. He was like managing Girl Biscuits. Oh, hold up. What's the, what's the classic? When does the classic rev cut off? 21. Oh, 21? Yeah. What's 22? Slipknot? No. 22 is burned, self-titled 7 inch. Oh, then it goes to burn. That's, that's where it stops. <laughs> okay, yeah, stops with Rain Purcell. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, then the Sick of It All 7 inch? Uh-huh. That, like, what, you like two? it more than Start Today? I think I do, yeah. Okay. So, uh, huh. and then after, and then it's definitely Start Today would probably be my... Yeah, I think that makes sense for you. Oh, no. Inside Out is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside, yeah. Out. Inside Out's your number one? Inside yeah. Out's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Sick of It All, number two. Grilled Biscuits, number three. Uh, and then you... Oh, is that the... Is that the shit shelter record or not the shit shelter? Eh, it's not the best. It's okay. good. It's not. Is Inside Out the best part for Seven Inch? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Your for you guys or just in general? In general, no, nah, not for me. Would but you it's a good one. No, um, best se- filler. My threat. Yeah, fair. 
we were talking not part of this question, but yeah. we uh, Greg thinks he accidentally fucked around and saw the Alone in the Crowd show. Because you're talking yeah, about Jules yeah, being yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I was like running it down. He's like, who put... I was there. Yes, I grew, up, I grew up in Connecticut, so okay. I was going to the Anthrax all the time. Mm-hmm. And I saw Judge twice, because it was Judge alone in the crowd. You said Hogan's Hogan Heroes, Heroes, Heroes and Chain. Yeah, the more I think about it, I was, I was definitely yeah, So you saw yeah, that yeah, show. For sure. uh, I remember Chain of Strength playing. And, and right. I remember at the time, I was a little skeptical about straight edge, meaning mm-hmm. I, I don't even think I was drinking. Right. But I was like, oh, God, every week there was a new demo, cassette demo yeah. in the record store with, with like extra pans, extra yeah. pans yeah. bleached, you know, crew yeah. cut, sure. and high top, <laughs> white high tops. I would, I would be a bit suspicious well, myself. Well, the thing is, I, I started out listening to punk rock like i was listening to the proletariat code of honor like all yeah. these like super interesting pleasure yeah yeah and um and i just remember thinking okay so we don't drink and that sets us apart but then all these like bands then it's are all exactly the same like yep. right, right. like where's this oh, going? the great hypocrisy of youth group yeah. yeah but i was just like where's it going so i was a little skeptical of it and i remember i i distinctly remember watching chain of strength thinking oh, i don't know but i'm almost you, you were right in that, that you were right yeah, in yeah, that yeah, to yeah. Say, yeah. exactly right, like, right, exactly. I'm not all right sure another another fun fact about that show is the singer of hogan's heroes so skip school uh, skip school local to the jersey shore old school one-on-one it was like oh so so you were at the alone crowd show oh yeah 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 i was sleeping in the van and the rest of the band, where were you guys? Oh, I don't know. We were hanging in the van, just chilling. But I mean, who the whole band known? missed it. But you know what? Though? I just thought, like, how the fuck would you ever thought? Like, you know how many bands that I probably missed? Yeah, oh, I know. That I was like, that went on and yeah. played a show and yeah. never did yeah. anything again, yeah. and no one gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah. It just so happened that this dude's band fucking mattered thirty something years later. Okay, so so to get back to this question, because that the the perfect records is a conversation we're gonna have yeah. at some point, and it's we got to go one. deep dive on that. Um, the split between punk and hardcore. All right, let me give a, a anthropology answer here. Um, there's some aesthetic stuff that happens. There's somebody might point to um, the in 1980, Black Flag and the Dead Kennedys both do DIY booked tours. Mm. Um, that's kind of and if you follow the track of Black Flag on that tour, oh, this is where the Midwest started. Oh, so here's where Boston crazy. starts. Oh, here's so New York to think about. Here's DC really starts kicking into gear and yeah. realizing we can do this shit ourselves. The, they, people might argue that it starts around there and that there's a significant separation between what was going on in the United States as far as New York punk and punk music and Golden Voice shows and booking a DIY. We're playing a fucking club that we called and just set up our own sure. show. So that somebody might point at that. What I some people might go. Oh, it's when hardcore's uh, look started becoming different from punk or aesthetic. My answer is that when the first generation of hardcore bands, all the Midwest, Boston, DC, when those bands stopped doing their hardcore bands and started doing whatever it was that was next, whether it was the Revolution Summer stuff, mm-hmm. whether it was like the the heavier rock kind of stuff in mm-hmm. the Midwest, whether it was the butt rock of Boston, mm-hmm. um, and then a group of people like Youth of Today, um, you know, even the bands who fall in between those two things, Seven Seconds and Uniform Choice. But when those bands said, no, no, not your new bands. No, not Laughing Hyenas. Not the new Necros LP. We want IQ32. Mm-hmm. We want the Nair Approach 7-inch. Right. We want the... F- 
first two SSD records, not the second two. Mm-hmm. And they codified hardcore as a sound and became it became a genre and said, these are the loose definitions of hardcore. And and by the way, we're going to attach more of a look to it too. Right. And it wasn't just Youth of Today. It was a whole world that did that, that started looking back at the first wave. Because those first wave bands, be it Deep Wound moving to, to, to Dinosaur, yeah. Be it the the DC dudes moving into more rock oriented bands, those bands were still holding on to the same ethos and way they did things, mm. but just a different sound. So when it became a no hardcore is this sound, and not just a mentality, that's when it separated. I just learned so answer. much because my answer was like the nursery school version of what of you just said, right? I basically was like, yeah, straight edge eighty eight or so, yeah. but you're saying more like. 85, 86, because dot, 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 insert, you know, because uh, they dissertation said, because yeah. if you go and look at, say, Schism Fanzine or all those things, those guys are literally going, listen to these records. This is hardcore. Here's a collage photos of hardcore records. Finally. And we're excluding this shit. We're excluding, like, even, like, even places like Chicago that had burgeoning hardcore scenes, right. but then it kind of got rock pretty quick. Like, yeah. No, none of that. Yeah. None of that. None of that. They're, they're like, yeah. these are the ones. We're codifying it and saying, this is it, and that's what our band sound like, and this is what we're doing. This is hardcore. So it's a, it's a weird thing. I would say... And that's a split. Am I crazy to think? I mean, you're the, you know, the historian. A little. Was there a even. New York punk? Yeah. Because I feel like, like the most, Harleys, the John Josephs, the Jimmys... The, they were hardcore kids from the get-go. They punk were in New York was like fucking television. Tell, so there's there that's where it is. Ooh, this is such a good question. Like it's not like circle. This is no no no. Like this fucking, is so good. You know? This is I'm so glad you asked it because it's so fascinating. That's why I like the New York early 80s mm-hmm. more than anything else. New York was late to hardcore. It sounds crazy to say that. Here's sure. why. Um New York had punk in a weird way. So they had television and all that shit. But then they also had stuff like the stimulators and the mad and these Fair. weird kind of like punk bands that existed from 79, 80, 81, and they were, the Bad Brains moved to New York. Sure. And there's some of this A7 stuff's just starting to bubble, but in other places like DC, Boston, the Midwest, shit is coded. It's like, here we are, we're touring, we're doing the whole thing, and in New York was still fucking wild. That's why to me, Antidote, Urban Waste, The Mob, AF, right. like those are so much more in like all the big city record shit. That stuff's interesting to me because if you listen to all the Boston bands, they have a sound. If you listen to the DC bands, you can tell they're all DC bands. Listen to the Midwest bands, they're all Midwest yeah. bands. They all have kind of a similar sound. New York does. The New York bands don't. Sure. They're all fucked up. They're all coming from different backgrounds. They're all kind of like scrapping to get some weird recording. Listen to the Urban Waste Seven Inch. It doesn't sound anything like United Blood. No. Listen to the Antidote Seven Inch. Doesn't sound anything like the Mob. No. They they were a smaller scene, which is crazy to say in New Biggest York. Biggest city in the world. Yeah, in the country or in the world. But probably. they're having shows at A7 to 30 sure. people, no, you yeah. know? And um, and so they were hardcore kids, but they were like punks. Like if you ask Harley, he was a punk and a skinhead guy. And those guys were punks. And they were like, they they were hardcore, but they were just fucking street kids, really. Right. So you're saying that the diversity in the songs came from New York, late to the game, trying to figure out what the fuck it was, what we were doing, what and, they, and it was not, so we, it was such a doing. diverse cast of characters coming from diverse backgrounds because you had the kids from Queens coming in, you had people who were street kids, you had the difference. Like I always say this to my way of looking at the Chromax and the way I would sell Patrick on the Chromax is fuck all the hype, fuck all the dudes who are like mosh, it's fucking mosh. The Chromags are the coolest art punk band that there's ever been. You've got Harley, 
a kid who wrote a book with Ginsburg, who was the right, first American punk, who was a, such a good 14 year old. I want to hear it. Pin, yeah. pin in that. 14 year old drummer. You have a, a rhythm section of guys named Doug and Paris. Doug, who was in Kraut. Paris, a weird dude from the Upper East Side, who right. was like a latchkey kid. You have. Um, JJ. No, uh, Ma- Mackie. no Mackie. Oh. Mackie, drum for shorts. And then you have Paris. Paris is a kid from the village whose parents were like beatniks. Oh, was he? Yeah. I always thought he and was like Upper beatnik side artist guy. kids. Like, yeah, no. Oh. Then and like uh, 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 Doug's from Astoria. Sean, yeah, and Mackie was a graffiti guy, right? And and JJ is a weird dude who from Virginia, right? Who was in New York under different right. means. Yes, from Virginia Beach. Right. Yo, that's a weird collection of fucking humans who yeah. then put out a record after years of crafting it. Right. That sounds like nothing else and still sounds like nothing else. Right. So that is New York and all those records, when you listen to it, you can really hear a Boston sound, you really hear a DC sound, really hear a Midwest sound, but the New York shit is all fucking all over the place because sure. they didn't have one studio and they didn't have one ringler and that's excluding bands like Reagan Youth and MDC and shit right, like that, right, right, which right. were other big starter bands at the time. Yeah. So it's fucking fascinating. Difference between hardcore and punk, not much of one, but if you want it, there it is. So the uh, Harley Flanagan book. Yes, Harley please. Flanagan puts out a book when he was a kid called Stories and Poems by Harley. And it's basically Sorry. drawings, as you, as you yeah. know, but maybe our listeners don't. It's basically drawings of him fighting dragons and mythical creatures. Right. And it's I've like never seen it. I know it's of it. Amazing. It's a, this hardcover book about eight inches by mm-hmm. six inches or so. So I got a copy of it. I don't remember where I got a copy of it. But years ago, um, Allen Ginsberg was teaching at Brooklyn College. Um, and a friend of mine, the guy I'm staying with tonight, actually, um, my friend Rich, who's, he sings in a band called M13, um, was, uh, oh, you got a picture of it there? That's awesome. Sweet. So um, Rich, Rich was studying with Ginsberg. And I said, I really want to sit in on a Ginsberg class. And I want to meet, I want to meet him if possible. So yeah. I went and I sat in on Ginsberg's class. He's teaching poetry. After class, he says to the, you know, the class, does anybody have any questions? And one kid raises his hand. He's like, Mr. Ginsburg, I just have a question about, uh, you know, and asks him yeah, some typical question. Ginsburg could not have been bothered, like hated the kid, hated the question. Right, like, yeah. And I was, I had the book with me and I'm like, oh, no, now you're terrified. Not, yeah, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to take it out. Yeah. And then I thought, you know what? And I raised my hand, I walked up to him and I was just like, Mr. Ginsburg, I was wondering if you might sign a book for me. I just, he, he visibly was just like curling, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? And I put Pull out this book and he uh, lights up. He's like, I haven't seen a copy of this in years. Signs my copy of amazing. Stories and Poems by Harley. Cool. I get chills thinking uh, about that's it. That's so cool. So my dream, and I, I wrote to Harley about, I don't know, maybe three years ago, four years ago. I said, listen, I, uh, we don't know each other. But, you know, might I someday, when I'm in New York, bring this book with me and you could sign it. Um, Ginsburg signed my copy. He's like, love to absolutely hit me up sometime. But yeah. I've, I've never followed up with it. But you I should. need to. That's I really cool. I really yeah, should, that's you know, so cool. to have a copy signed by both of them. Yeah. So, so if you're confused yeah. about it, the Cro-Mags are an art punk band. Thank you very much. <laughs> so. I mean, you see all those pictures of Harley with, like, Joe Strummer and Blondie Dude. and yeah. fucking, yeah. He's an interesting fellow. I hope, I hope, I hope no he comes on our that. podcast sometime. I'd be um, that. All right, so thank you for the question, Daniel. Let's get to another one. Um... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Mods to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian McKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Yo, mailbag's fun as hell, isn't it? It's so good. It's Especially when we have someone, you know. I know. It's, it's wild card, so I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's okay. random. Uh, ba, ba, ba. On topic of a J slash non-core, you teased a possible show revolving around that theme. If you explore, what's your take on noise rock? Examples I'm into. Whores from Atlanta and Bummer from KC, Missouri. Keep it up, Scott. Thank you, Scott. So uh, people in the drug church uh, sphere of things really love whores. Mm -hmm. uh, it's... Uh, Completely unfamiliar. No, I have no It's good at what it is. It's, no it's noise rock. It, 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 okay. is, it is noise rock. Uh, like what's but, noise rock? Like shellac? Uh, okay, so that could be noise or rock. Or like Sonic Youth? I, I go... Well, I like... Whatever we consider unsane, I like. Okay. <laughs> you know what I sure. mean? Whatever that is, if that's noise core, if that's whatever that is. So I, it's AMRAP. I like that. A lot and, of AMRAP can be noise. Yeah. Rock, right. and, uh, but whores is noise rock played, in my view, by former metal kids. So there's a proficiency. There's, okay. Th 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 but it is uh, uh, people in my world like that. And they also like, is wrong the band? Wrong. I love that record. Yeah? Holy fuck. Yeah, that record's Those are the great. two records that people... But didn't we listen to that on one of these episodes? Wrong? I don't Maybe know. Maybe early on. I it's really like good. Relapse did. put that record out, and I think it was... We definitely... We might have talked about it for sure. That record's we really about cool. It, so we talked about Unsane on here. Oh, yeah. uh, we definitely... And I that feel like that's record, why. I really like that wrong record, and it came out on Relapse, and it's one of those... like. Relapse puts out tons of stuff, some of which just totally, I, miss, I don't yeah. see it, I miss it totally. Yeah. Um, but that record, for some reason, hit my radar and I checked it and I was like, holy shit, this record's great. Wow. Uh, great name, to be honest. Wrong. So, wrong. So, so, but that's, that's who Horse is. It's like noise rock played by former metal kids, I think. Okay. So proficiently played. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so we're not super familiar, but like maybe we'll do maybe we'll do an exploration. I think you would be great to lead us on a noise rock exploration. Sure. And, I, and I, hit I like voice. so much that. Where does Die One Sixteen fall on that? Oh, awesome. Boom. Okay. Noise rock. I, I, yeah, I have a hot take that, uh, yeah. Gavin does. I, I don't, Gavin need, will I don't need Gavin to break my knees. But I, uh, <laughs> my, my, my hot take is that they are um, more in the, um, they have more quicksand overlap than I think that they realize it takes them out of being like a noise rock or noise core band I think that it is there is I don't think it would be I don't think I think they might have been drawing from similar wells I don't think it was like a no, no, I don't, I, but no, you know they kind of ran but like a right, post hardcore no. meets noise rock I think that's where Dive 116 falls yeah, to, to me it's more in that uh, kind of heavy alt sort of space than it is All right. seek out Dive 116 if you guys haven't heard it. it's really good 
All right, and we have a question here from Jordan. And this is one that's kind of floated in the ether from different people, but Jordan hit us good. What's up, guys? My band Karma is dropping a music video this Friday. This Friday happens to be in mid-November. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> there is a Karma music video out there. Go get it. Shameless plug. K-H-A-R-M-A. From Chicago. And when we were coming up with ideas for it, we were discussing our favorite hardcore music videos, and I was wondering what videos y'all like the most. Do y'all have any that you straight up hate? Personally, top five videos for me, no specific order, would be Rotting Out, No Clue, Funny as Shit and Shot Really Cool, Irate, Vendetta, Undeniably Hard, Madball, Down by Law, Classic, Biohazard, Punishment, again, Classic, Twitching Tongues, Harry Carey, Funniest Hardcore Video I've Seen, Honorable Mention to Sand, Poser, because it's so ridiculous that I can't help but love it. Also, this is 100% non-core and mostly for PK, but I checked out Charlie Bo's YouTube channel. That shit is mad interesting. Got sucked into a huge hole watching it and watch it for like three hours after work today. Charlie Bo 313 has gotten a lot of love. Are you familiar with Charlie Bo? 313? 303. No, it's 313. No, 313. 313 is the band who sings with Kesha. Yes. It's 313. Because that's Detroit. Oh, okay. Come on, I watch 8 Mile enough. Tommy, this is your you're repping. You're correct. You're correct. It's so it's this gentleman who has like a dash oh, it's, cam it's, of some it's sort okay. that just drives around cities, the cities of America, like random. You know, it's like and not like, hey, here's me in Beverly Hills. It's yeah. like here's me in Compton at you know eleven o'clock at night, or here's me okay. walking into a bodega in the South Bronx okay. and just kind of just watching. And like he has like this crazy amount of access mm-hmm. that we were trying to like kind of reverse engineer, like figuring out what this man must be. Everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody, everybody I've spoken to acts like I'm not hitting them with anything interesting when I when I suggest who he is because they all came to the same conclusion. Apparently, just it's axiomatic who this guy. We is. think he's a very large African American male. Yeah, but oh. who's a little older, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I, my, because they don't really show him. My no, guess right. is my guess is retirement age. Uh, and clearly working class because okay. when he uh, this however is like, he presents and you know whatever it is he's getting access to places like there'll right. be people like like you know going to hop over a, uh, the counter at a at a bodega right and like they don't think twice that this dude is filming them the, and they right. look at okay. him like yeah. he's whereas, just part of the scenery if I walked in hi guys yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly I so, mean and there's times like he's interviewing and he does interviews like street interviews with folks and it'd be like oh like you're like the local sect of like the Crips yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he just has like these conversations right. about the neighborhood and because, and like, if I was to do this, there would be every allegation of some type of like voyeurism and. and, yeah. and no, and, you, we have to do it in the farms in fucking right. Rotterdam. Yeah, 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 exactly. But but for this guy, it doesn't read that way, and I don't see how anybody could take it that way. It, it's, how did you stumble upon this? I don't know. My YouTube suggests he stumbles deep, man. Wide. You know. Yeah, but I mean, how, yeah. As he mentioned earlier, well, I didn't read enough Wikipedia pages. So. That's true. Have you? And you know that's got to be right because it's mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's, it's, it's crowdsourced. Not, yo. Have you guys gotten into uh, uh, epoxy tables? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love them. I Holy love them. Yeah, fucking amazing. Right yeah, that's great. I mean, it, it's, it's yeah, basically I love that. a lot of reclaimed wood, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like particularly stuff that has deep, uh, deep, deep crevices, crevices and, and, yeah. and like or breaks. There, you know, yeah. Like if we cut, if we smash this table in half and, and had a nice, it. yep. Okay. And, and but you can do such wild shit with epoxy that it looks like amazing. fantastic design. Epoxy. Or epoxy. It's epoxy. Okay. It's epoxy. Epoxy. It's a plum. So, <laughs> so, so is it like one of those things? Like it's it was like Professor A plum. So this in is the a type of carbonate with the 
Is it public a type of furniture that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, so it's just people. A that style. Are, it's a style. Uh, is it one of those like satisfying things to watch, and that's yes, why people very because like there's an ASMR element and there's a dad element. So oh, I think Reddit, I think he's, yeah. Reddit has like a thing that's like satisfying things. It's like just watch like all these straws oh, fall into the same. It's like yeah, yeah. oh man, this is great. Like yeah. that is it that kind of idea? Like big crevasse. Yeah, I think uh, okay. I think Amelia just felt felt something across the sea. Like oh okay, I might so, oh so so come this way for just a second, Tom, and look. Oh, I see a note. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. All right, I didn't know that's so to answer our favorite here show, Greg. Our favorite hardcore music videos. Punishment is up there. Um, epoxy videos. <laughs> yeah, epoxy table uh, videos. The video. I would go. Puni- uh, all right, punishment. Punishment's up there. Mm-hmm. Shades of Grey is up there. I mean, it, you're working for, from such a small palette. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's not a ton. Uh, uh, into another favorite hardcore videos yeah. of all time. Uh, Judge. Youth, of, youth of today, no more. Yeah, that's it. Done. Yeah. That's it for me. I don't need, Judge. I, to be honest, I don't need Judge. Much more. Good Can video. I tell you a story? Yes, yes, of course. I was there that night. Yeah. No, I was there. Tell I was the, at the story. Anthrax that night. So I went to the oh, Anthrax yeah. to see Youth of Today, and we got there and we heard that they were just going to be filming a video, and we we're like, ah, oh, it's too bad. We were all on the same play, so we walk in. It was my friend Al, um, who ended up singing for the band, the Pissed Punk oh, wow. Band. Yeah. Right? Great band. Yep. So um, some of many people's favorite punk band in the nineties. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, you know who the First drummer, you know who the first drummer of the Pissed was? No. Greg Benick. No. The first drummer of the Pissed. Greg Pissed. So wow. uh, I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So um, A friend of the podcast, Dave Ackerman, who sang in the band's Tear It Up and Dead Nation, who I actually told him he sounds a little bit like you, which really? was a very odd comment, uh, is a Pissed super fan. May have a Pissed tattoo. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So, so small we, world. So Al and I go to the Anthrax to sure. see you today. We're bummed a little bit that they're going to be playing this. You know, they... Um, it's packed. It's, it's yeah. just bonkers. So we, we walk in. We kind of stand in the back. Al decides he wants to go up close. I want the full perspective of what's yeah. about to happen. And uh, they they come out, and the song is playing. If I remember correctly, they weren't playing, but they were playing the song over the loudspeaker. Yeah, and they were just way yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember from the first dun dun, yeah. you know, everyone went completely ape shit. Yeah. And and Ray was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, and they stopped, and then they did it again. And everyone went completely apeshit. And Ray's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. And stopped it maybe three or four times. And Ray's <laughs> like, hey, hey, we're filming a video. Uh, you know, like something like, you know, you got to be able to see the band or something like that. And they played it again. And it, and not toned it down, but it was just like the dynamic was different. Uh, when the band yeah, is you know telling you, don't go as crazy as you're going. Yeah. Or, or, or just like, let, you know, like let, make sure that we yeah, can be seen can, too. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it was crazy, but um, when the video came out, Al watched it frame by frame, and there is a frame of Al getting pushed into the <laughs> lower left of the co- uh, corner of the screen, right. and you see his punk rock hair for like literally a frame or two yeah. or something, but yeah, he's, in, he's in the video for two frames. Amazing. That's amazing. Better than I've got. We Gotta Know? Great uh, video. Great video. Great video. The beat, yeah. Um, oh. The sick of it all video. Step oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, that's incredible, yeah. incredible. And actually, right. was I'm, Jeff doing I, the floor punch in that? No, he does the, the lawnmower, uh, the lawnmower, and the, and pizza. the pizza maker. Oh, the pizza it's maker. So that's a great good. one. Tim Shaw's uh, in that. Yep. Is he? He's the, he does like the California style of the New York. Oh, really? He's got oh, a rancid yeah, hat yeah, on, yeah, a rancid yeah, yeah, shirt yeah. and a hat. Yeah, pork pie hat. Honorable mention to the Civ video. Can't wait one minute more. It's a good video. It's a good video. What's the quicksand video? Well, both of those. No, no, I know. But what's phaser? Phaser. That's the one that they filmed at Wetlands. When it's all like black and white, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like bright flashing light. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The Civ and Sick of It All. Like what I love about both of those is that they capture like the the funniness of Sick of It All, the silliness of Sick of It All, and the the kind of lighthearted stylistic silliness of Civ without overdoing it. They just really capture both of those. Right, because you wouldn't think in 1994, whatever the fuck that was, that Sick of It All would be funny. 
Mm-hmm. I think those dudes are naturally yeah. funny, but they don't. They, dude, they never came across as funny. Not, not that know. funny. I, like at that funny. time, they were like, no, "Holy look, fuck!" The, like, so they were one of the first shows that I saw, and when I saw them, and they didn't watch the bands and they were eating Chinese food yeah, instead. Exactly. They didn't print broke it on your you. brain, and but, now you don't watch bands. But exactly, but Lou was genuinely funny on stage. Oh, it, it always it made goofy such stuff. an impression on me. Yeah. Like I say it all the time, it really he taught, really imprinted it. On ta- it taught me how to be relaxed on a stage. Like it's awesome. I mean, at that point, he was probably like what eight years into a career, and he like really came off like yeah. a professional. Like he was super, super at pro. peace in front of people. Yeah, and, and and saying to people like, "Come on, you fucking goofballs!" and yeah, just like, yeah. just, like yeah. casually talking to the audience right. rather than putting on an air of like he could have very easily been a, a, a tough guy, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Boss, like, oh yes. yeah. He never, you know, but, never really did. But when he when he would ask the audience, he would talk to the audience, and when somebody would yell something, he was. No, it, like there wasn't even a missed beat. You know what I mean? He, he would take he would take whatever it was right. and work it right in. He's like Don yeah. Rickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like Don like, Rickles yeah. of art. And like, no, well, that's Paul Bear. But but the oh, uh, certainly. Yeah, that's <laughs> but true. there's there's some that was a good video too. The the Paul uh, the uh, sheer terror video when he's like dressed up in a in the tuxedo oh, yeah. and like the tuxedo shirts open <laughs> and it's like it's it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. a lot I forget what's on it yeah into another splinters which is this video with Richie Bergenhead hanging upside down covered in thorns I've never seen that I've never it's seen it either fucking ridiculous yeah, I believe I, he might be painted blue in one of these videos but I blew this is myself and what in I've Jesus never seen name. that. Oh, I've yes. seen, well, I've oh, seen that. Yeah, I've seen, seen clips that. from you've it. You've seen then. that clip before. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Also, is a good video for going that way. Here, uh, here we go again. Uh huh. Bye. Let's see. Shelter. Where is He's that? upside down. Yes. Yep. yep. There. Well, just wrapped in a blanket. Chilling. Um, Into Another has a good set tail. I actually really like. It's not yeah. really weird. What's that one? Right, so just give me all the Into Another videos. Fair. Fair. Um, and the quicksand one for good measure. That's a good. Yeah. I mean, the thorn in my thorn in my side video with the girl. Yep. Oh yeah. Why That's a good it? one. How many videos? <laughs> I've had one video, which it was actually produced by this man right here, who I, which I haven't seen Lost in about the 18 time. years. Yeah. Bystanders, your first music video? I think it is. Trial never did a music video. Betweenerth and Sky did a lyric never done video. A that video, doesn't count. You? So yeah, well, drug so, yeah by, the bystander videos. And, and, yeah. and you have how many? Uh, in, that I've done? Uh, how many videos have come of your bands? Oh, I don't know. Probably, so the, so let's, five total. Really? Any for self-defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? We did two on our last record. Uh, or two on the most recent record. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, those are great. Yeah. Yes, those are very Thank good. You. Yes, they're, those are very good. The, so, the one at the cow zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're so low-key that people didn't... No, it's good. Like, you have to love them to love the them. The Drug Church video, uh, Pat skipped... Uh, filming it so we could play uh, Player Unknown Battleground yeah. at uh, Mac Miller's house. That's true. 100% Can right we now. ever find a copy of that Most Precious Blood video? Yes, I'm certain we can. Is it at your mom's house? No. Okay. Does it exist anywhere on the ether? Uh, in the ether? Maybe in an iCloud somewhere. Who were like the French dudes who... Pierre. Uh, He's not actually French. He's British, but he just has the name Pierre. Pierre. It's like we in our head when they go, yeah, like pa- that dude Patrick and the, his French friends that did the video. So the they have from Bethlehem, New York. They have retconned them into like two dudes with baguettes and fucking. Yeah. I don't know where. Like Josh is like, yeah, the French guy. I'm thinking guys he's from Normandy. Pierre, they're just from- back there. They have the video on a hard drive he has somewhere. A very thick British accent. Well, I just remember we went to Pierre's house. Yes. Like it's Carly like Normandy. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in Lyon. Yeah. In, uh, in Williamsburg, yeah. in that bank building or whatever. Yeah. And we watched it on the big thing. Yeah. Can you Video? imagine what the rent thing. is there now? Oh, forget it. $5,000. Holy fuck. 
giant loft. Oh, that's we right. It. I remember being like, where the fuck am I right now? Are you guys familiar with, this is something I've recently was reading about, Jersey? The island? Like the it's, island. A, it's a British island, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. But it's right off the coast of France, so it's really fucked up. Like, it's oh. like... <laughs> so it's like our friend Pierre. Great Wikipedia page. Okay. Look it up everywhere. Got it. Okay. So are there any other That's good... That's where Pierre's from, of course. Any other good core music videos? What about what? Master Killer by Marauder? Oh, oh it's yeah. ridiculous. ridiculous. Jorge sitting in a throne while throne. two fucking Street Fighter yeah, guys are fighting in front of him. It's pretty fucking it's ridiculous. Like a scene, it's like Game of Thrones meets Mortal Kombat 2. You know it's what? Amazing. Yes, it's, and I feel like you could show that video to a 17-year-old and right then they can decide what type of hardcore kid they want to be. Because if, if you... <laughs> That's look, part of the decision tray. Right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because <laughs> if you look at it and you, you rightly say this is ludicrous and I yeah. don't enjoy it, then okay, that's one. Then side you're a self defense family. That's one yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you look at yeah, it, you might have a couple options from there, but you're not. Yeah, this. If you're you going go, this, this path. is ridiculous, and, and I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, that, that was me. This is ridiculous. Where's my sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I? Did you come to that Marauder show with me? I did not. I saw you on the street. <laughs> I saw you in the street. We talked. I saw. In fact, I was in New York City, and we weren't as in touch as we are no, now. No, and I was in a car with somebody. I go, "Yo, Greg Bennett," and I yell out the window in the middle of like East Houston Street, and he's like, "Hey," he's like coming from like soccer. Yeah. So he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Going to see Marauder in a basement of a bar <laughs> at Fontana's with like Sub Zero or something." Yeah. But and for like, years, that's all we talked about was, was that Marauder. We were, yeah. <laughs> did I tell you my Marauder story from this summer though? I was at, yes. I was I did okay so I was at Eperfest oh. doing spoken word at Eperfest this summer and Mara and not Marauder um the uh the, the other project that it what, was it, no I, I don't know, did Marauder play or something else Marauder may have played actually I think Marauder or did Marauder Jorge Marauder. play with he's in a band with the dudes from like at the, no he's in a band with the dudes from at the gates called Akani no what? it wasn't that, that it might it might have been Marauder no that it'd be There's great Marauder. if Tom just made that up yeah, oh was not he in a project band with it's like soil work and and I can't wait till we do that episode. It's like, yeah, you know that band John Joseph does with uh, the three dudes from Converge, and then the one guy who flies in from uh, uh, the French band. What's the, you know, like, Pierre. like Pierre. yeah, Pierre from Jersey. So, so Marauder plays and um, Marauder. Marauder, you're spelling it. He's spelling it correctly. Yeah, right. Correct. Is okay, you see, you see them. Yeah. So, anyway, so I'm doing I'm doing yeah. sp- the spoken word thing, and at, at Fluff Fest, a friend of mine and I had done a. Um, a uh, workshop session on mental illness and suicide, recognizing signs of suicide in the scene, right. mm-hmm. how to support one another, how to you know prevent that from happening. They do that on stage, something like this, or is that is in, that more like kind of workshop. that was that was in kind of a workshop in a tent, like you know, like, it was it was uh, really inc- like packed out the door. Awesome. Like I mean, cool. so many people came yeah, for yeah. it, which was really cool. Um, but uh, she wasn't unable to do it, so I repeated it at Eperfest. And as I'm talking at Eperfest about mental illness and supporting one another and ways to you know recognize signs of suicide, that sort of thing, um, Jorge's in the in 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 the audience. I see right. him kind of he's just standing in the back and he's just kind of like check checking out what's happening. And I thought of you immediately. I'm like, this is so bizarre. <laughs> that makes me so happy. So, so <laughs> late, later on, you know, because I'm thinking to myself like like I I don't know much about his history. Yeah. But I'm like it, it could very well be possible that he's killed more people than I'm trying to save. <laughs> so um, a nice so, balance. The so I, I, I doubt it, right? But no. you know, but anyway. No, I mean he's a super nice guy. But the point is, is that later on, later on at night, he saw me. And he's like, he's like, you know, yo, 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 you know, gr- you know, yeah. great, great talk earlier today. He's like, come here, man, let's hug it out or something like that. 
and like gives me a hug. I'm like, right. this is the sweetest it, guy in the he's world. He's a sweet like, murderer. He's, a, he's not a murderer. <laughs> Let me take that back. Yeah. But he's like a bad dude. He's well, but, a fucking fighter. But, but he's so right. sweet. So I mean, let's recognize the fact that when we think of Marauder, we don't think of like springtime and rainbows. And no. We think about people Hugging fighting and killing each other. Right. Yeah, right? But I certainly don't think of... The Come here, two, let me give you a hug. Well, the two things that I think about now, my friendship with you yeah. and hugging Jorge in Belgium. That's pretty know? amazing. So, That's yeah. all I could really ever ask for. Yes, it's bizarre that I didn't know that Akani is his... I told you. Uh, current, yeah. With who? Uh, well, I don't know. Members about. of At The Gates and stuff like that. He um, he was the first... He, he's on the cover of Blood, Sweat, No Tears. What? Mm. Jorge. Yeah. Skinhead on there. He was the first so person Walter. to bring... Walter's on there too. I didn't know that. Um, he's the first... He met Sepultura when they got off the plane and he brought Sepultura around New York. <laughs> he almost... Like the first time they yes. came or something. Yeah. He almost, he tried, he was going to sing for Sepultura after Max left. Wow. Which would have been fucking awesome. But. Wow. There you go. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you wow. for opening my eyes. Um, so the music videos, there's a lot of great ones. That What's the Fury of Five one? Take it. No. Take Four years been pushed. No. Four years been pushed. No, no, they, they redid that. Respect the new version. Theory. Yeah, the new version is hilarious. And the, and the, when they're in the boxing ring. It's one of the... Yep. Re- uh, it's an enjoyable listen. No, what's the fucking... Uh, view. Do or Die. Do or Die is the one when he's doing the fucking windmill in the yes. performance. Yes, please. it is. I prefer yes. the other one. I would love to... Like, It's funny because you. I went back and watched it relatively recently after having lived in Asbury Park. Yeah. I go, oh, shit. Like... That's what that that was Asbury Park. We used to go to shows down there, but I didn't have the same kind of idea. Right. Yeah. But like watching it now, like oh shit, that burned out building is now like the Asbury, and it's a fucking four hundred night, uh, yeah. you know, four hundred a night, you know, a hotel. Room. Right. Like yeah. I can orient yeah. myself by this rubble. I know, yeah. I know That's what serious. this is. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's a lot of good hardcore music videos. Let's do a YouTube uh, video where we watch a bunch. And Absolutely. yeah, because someone had brought up a good idea, and we'll do this at a later episode. Best live. Um, oh, yeah. YouTube videos of hardcore bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good one. We Which is good. That. All right. Mine is Killing Time from CBGB's Nobody Steal My Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor asks, hey, Trevor. hey, guys, what do you guys think about The Jesus Lizard? I saw them a couple of months ago, and after thinking about it for a while, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Also, they're labeled a post-hardcore band, but what does that really mean? Quicksand Fugazi and The Jesus Lizard don't sound similar at all. Is Title Fight a post-hardcore band? Post-hardcore deep dive episode would be great. We'll do that at some point. Yeah. Thanks for the question. Uh, Jesus Lizard. Good. I, Haven't listened to them in a while. Gosh, they they go post-rock. Post-rock seen, hardcore. I saw them over no, Faith uh, and War a couple times. I don't care. Really? No. I saw I saw them on the tour that he's talking about most likely and it was a highlight of my year. Your year I, th- I thought it was, was. fantastic. It, it, uh, Sell me on them. Uh, okay, it's um, you could also call it noise rock, yep. but uh, you could also just call it post hardcore in the broadest sense. I mean, what's the hardcore part? I mean, was David Yao in a hardcore band? They, these are hard fucking songs. Like, are they? yeah, yeah. yeah but, real but, but I mean, I, seen, I saw them about twenty three years ago. And I couldn't. Well, it depends. Them. Where do you where do you place Helmet? What's Helmet? I, I'd call them a post rock, post hardcore rock band. Really. I think yeah. honestly, like. A little bit of AMRAP, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. the thing. Oh, I think for sure, right? to, to helmet. Uh, I think a little Jesus Lizard. Oh, because Jesus, Jesus Lizard is just straight up AMRAP. Like yeah. they probably own that sound better. I think than that's anybody. right. And, you know what I mean? What kind of vocals? Uh, they're wild. Uh, no, that's no, what I picture no, it. No, no. <laughs> uh, and I know he pulls his penis out a lot. That's he does. I, I was just gonna. Oh my god. Okay. Right, like so, when I think of Jesus Lizard, I think of his lizard. So back, you know, in these Anthrax years, when I was going to a million shows. 
I, I, I would just watch bands and then later on realize who I like, saw. Oh, shit, yeah. So when you guys were talking about Jesus, I'm like, and I said I'm totally unfamiliar, I was about to ask, did they ever get naked? Because yeah. I remember seeing his penis. Yeah. And yes. that's, that's it. So I <laughs> saw that. David Yass penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, if you would say that Helmet has a uh, somewhat exacting sound. Yes, uh, well, for sure. The mm-hmm. Jesus Lizard is more lurching than that. And uh, that is like... Clean? Yeah, no, uh, not as clean. But it, I mean, because it, helmet's pretty clean. That's as clean as it gets. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty pretty. Yeah, uh, no, not as clean. It, it, it's uh, so the argument against the Jesus Lizard is that it is not emotionally available music. So, like, right. what I mean by that is like what I always say about Fugazi, which is like you can appreciate Fugazi, you can really enjoy Fugazi, but Fugazi, you're not connecting. Fugazi to doesn't it. let you in. You know what I mean? Like, it mm. just doesn't. And uh, mm. Jesus Lizard, same thing. But uh, it is. As kinetic and confrontational as that type of music get. gets, yeah. so like, give it, me a record. What's the record I need to check out? Oh, I don't know. What's the one that goat is? is don't pro- ask they, me. They all well, they no, all they uh, they're all four letters. Oh gosh, okay. So, so uh, uh, I think goat is the one that I would probably recommend. Um, now, did he do a band after this? Goat. Um, he did uh, liar. I think down is a good record. Uh, I'm, I'm saying Goat. Song? I'm, say, <laughs> I'm, say, I'm saying Goat's probably the record. Um, prior, prior, they were in the band Scratch Acid. If that's what I'm thinking of, and that's yeah. some noise rock. Right. Uh, yeah, Goat. Goat's the record. Goat's the record. Right. You have 100 percent a million, I'm sure trillion can, yeah. times in your life heard, heard, the, this. heard the first track on this record. Yeah. Here comes Dudley. You've heard it a trillion times. It's a very distinct. Okay. Part. I'll give it a shot. I'll, we'll play it after. Maybe I like um, it more in my old age. Who knows. Uh, but they're, they're one of those bands, honestly. More, and them and Marauder. Steel Pole Bathtub are fucking up my fucking... <laughs> right. Well, I'm like trying to see them and... Steel Pole I, Bathtub. I, I, yeah. Honestly, like, live, this is my favorite band to watch videos. Like, these would be my favorite live at, uh, videos really? on YouTube by far. There's one that I have bookmarked in my uh, YouTube that and I you, watch for inspiration because it is so exactly what I want Like to when you be. go get undressed for the shower? Yeah. Right. It is so much what I want to be. Like, he, his body was fucking tight in the day. But 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 Was it, he like a like a Iggy? Iggy Pop kind of deal? More built than that. He looked yeah. like he did farm labor. Like he just Yeah, like uh, Iggy uh, Pop frame, but no, I I throw like bales of hay around. Right. Yeah. But the, but in the same way that Iggy is seemingly naturally that's his body, yeah. Yeah. right? That's David his Yao's body was naturally that but could Early. really beat you up. You know what I mean? Like so so but, Got it. But as far I, when I saw them, uh, I guess last year, I thought it was last year, I think. Big, end of last year. He, uh, the band looks exactly the same as they did from videos in 1996, but, but they're more gray, but they look exactly the same. Handsome guys that wear just black shirts and right. black pants. The show was this year, by the way. Oh. Because they played the same night as um, Back to School Jam in Philly. Right. 2018. Oh. And because my buddy Lou was trying to do both, which he didn't okay. end up working. Uh, so he probably saw me. David Yao, on the other hand, right. looks 125. So everybody in the band looks exactly as Same they Same members for a while? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks exactly, I think maybe two changes. But and like, he was just out of his fucking mind, right? Uh Crazy hair, right? He's he Yeah, he's a designer, uh, so far as I know. He does like... Like uh, professional, maybe book designer, magazine design, whatever. He, mm. he works in design. Oh, wow. So he has one of my favorite quotes I've ever seen about punk and hardcore and shit like that, where he's where they asked him, why did the Jesus Lizard break up? He goes, I was turning 40 and I had a mohawk. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, I, right. he's like, it was time. Right. <laughs> but go on. 
All right, uh, another question. Uh, Flint asks, and actually we're not going to dig too deep because we talked about this at length with uh, John on the last episode. Uh, I'm a big fan of that era. He's gone on something else. Uh, every band you're talking about here, I want to pose you dudes a question. Do you think Shai Halud has been relegated to the same collective historical shrug territory as Ensign? I think the argument that argument can be made, but I find it confusing concerning their pedigree, for lack of a better term, and the areas where they were most active during their heyday. And uh, then I'm going to read this other little part, but let's answer that. We talked about Shai Halud. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, I don't know about the Shai Halud conversation, mm-hmm. but I heard about the Ensign conversation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. fill me in on that. Yeah. I think Shai Halud somehow permeated like metal kids and hardcore kids. And as a result, since they, since they, they, they reached this wider cross section of, of people have a little more lasting power. And I say that with love to Ensign, who back in the day we were playing yeah. shows yeah. and whatnot. And, and Tim is, you know, a friend. We um, played CBGBs together. There you oh, go. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Yeah, well, there you go. Remember right? when I said we talked, we talked Wait, about you were at the CB. We played That's together. Right, we played. And I fell off the stage on Mother's Day. Remember I was like, Mother's Day, uh, everyone yeah, loves their mom. Nobody likes their dad. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because Father's Day, there was like 700 people. Yeah. And then Mother's Day, we played in front of like 150. Yeah. That was the show. And I fell off the stage. I tripped awkwardly and fell off the stage at CBGB's. But I a passage. But yeah. But yeah, Ensign just never, like, it just, just yeah, there's just been this gap in history that just fell into it. Yeah. So Okay. Two points because I want to get to what he said. Um, our friend Dave did a uh, his Christmas card he sent out was him and his girlfriend both in crust clothing because they both are kind of crusty punk. Sure, and it said Merry Crustmas, and I said, Oh fuck! Every year on Christmas sh- there should be a big crust fest, and she'd be like, Let's call the week from the real. Yeah. Us rotten tragedy, fucking every good punk band. Here it is, Christmas. Are you really punk or not? Right. Yeah. How much do you, you like your family? You've got a family. <laughs> Poser. Yeah. N- n- no, never coming back to Christmas. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Flint also was. Let me plug my new band. We're called Life Force. We have a demo out on a small one-man label called Wide Eyed Noise. Wide Eyed Noise. We're on a comp coming out on another small DIY one-man label. Comp. Good for you. Called Dog Years Records. Oh, cool, cool. And cool. are shopping for a label to release our seven-inch. LifeforceHC.bandcamp.com. Thank you, Flint. And let's talk about this comp yes, that Dog Ears has coming up. Yes. Let me move this. Man, I am so happy we're clearing stuff out of this mailbox. Is I feel that, like, do you think Shahulud being so widespread almost diluted their, like, yes. their staying power? I think so. Like those kids went on to other don't things. Equal, don't equal rabid fans. Right. right. You'd rather have 200 like diehards than 1,000. I mean, it eh, depends. Sure. Having 1,000 when you're when you're up is probably fun as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, dude, I they were a headlining festival kind yeah. of harsh. Oh, sure. I mean, they were really, really big. And, and I, I think they weren't just casual fans. You know, I think oh, they people did were awesome. obsessed, and I think they still are. But like, you know, like the the all the hardcore Jace bands that we used to always talk about, stick to your guns, and all those yeah. types of bands, or Shai Halud acolytes, one hundred percent, but one hundred percent. But what I'm saying is that those those type of fans, when I call them casual, that might, that maybe I misspoke. They're casual towards the type of music that we talk about on this podcast. They, but they're rabid towards Shai Halud. So what that equals is a fan that is not in the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not Right, so they move on to the next. They, well, they're not big upping you in a circle that like is going to expand. They're just they come out to your show when they sure. hear about that makes it. Sense. Yeah, you that know makes what sense. I mean? So, uh yeah, and as far as uh I just want to say has anybody seen the film Life Force recently? No. It's about mm-hmm. naked space vampires. It's from like 1986. Fantastic. Wow. I wonder if it came from that. It almost certainly. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that's the only <laughs> Almost one. certainly. Got it. All right, so uh, about that comp. Yes. Uh, our friend of the podcast, Travis Schaefer, wrote us. 
I wanted to share something really cool with you. It's a compilation that my good friend Chris Mollett of Dog Years Records slash Youth Energy Design put together. It features 20 Youth Energy Design. Yeah. I like that, right? It features bad initials, Yed, yeah. but otherwise everything's good. I think I like the Bad Brains cover, like the youth are getting mm-hmm. like that. Youth are getting restless, yeah. yeah like that mm-hmm. I like that. Color and yeah. just, yeah. Good cover. Youth Energy. It features 20 tracks of some of the hottest hardcore you may or may not know about. I wanted to bring this directly to your attention because 100% of the proceeds of the physical cassettes out of 100 and digital sales will go to Rain, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, largest nonprofit in the U.S., okay that supports sexual assault and abuse, uh, founded by Tori Amos. 1-800-656-HOPE, I there think. I'm not sure. I didn't realize that was Tori Amos. That's in my head for, in from years ago. Um, uh, the reason I ask if you could mention it is because Rain is a very important nonprofit that, that a lot of people in our scene can get behind. As someone okay. that has been a victim and has many friends, loved ones that have been affected by sexual abuse, I feel it is very crucial to support organizations like Rain especially with some of the heinous things we've been hearing in not only hardcore, but Hollywood and beyond. Much love and respect to y'all. Link to stream, purchase, and get more info is below. So we'll post this. Um, yeah. Go to dogyearsrecords.bandcamp.com. You'll find it there. It's Underdogs Volume 2. Uh, you can also go to the website rain.org, R-A-I-N-N.org. Um, list of bands involved. 1-800-656-HOPE is the phone number. Good job. You know what's also kind of cool? I mean, not to... No? One of the bands on there covers Tear It Up. Really? All right, there we go. So um, the bands he has listed, and we'll mention all of them because this is a really cool cause. Time and Pressure. Yep. Spirits. Life Force, as Flint noted. Red Bait. Dying For It. Lift. Berthold City. Mm. Burdened. Capital Offense. Rejection Pack. Boise, Idaho. Shout out. Low End. Treason, Clueless, Terminal Nation, Raw Brigade, shout out, Better Days, shout out, St. Louis, yeah. True Self, Brute Force, who I actually like quite a bit, Brute Force, Giveaway, and Homesick. So, so Travis, cool. thank you so much. He's in Time and Pressure, Better Days, and St. Louis Hardcore. Really cool. Yeah, thank Sweet. you, Doggy, for doing yeah. that. That's cool shit. Great. Really, really cool. And, uh, we're going to tweet that out now and we'll tweet it again when this episode launches because that's a cool cause. And, you know, um, we talk about compilations in a cool way as a way to spread music and share things and discover things. Uh, it's also a really cool thing to make it for a cause. Yeah. So go out Absolutely. and support this. It's a really cool thing. So uh, Self-Defense recently did a, a benefit EP, right? And like, yes. that's easy enough for us because we can, like, you know, it's a bunch of people with it recording equipment and engineers and shit. it's easy for us to do to that. access that right. but to put together a comp is not easy no. <laughs> so, so like shout out to that person because like that's effort plus you know what i mean like that's uh, that's cool yeah all right so very cool let's lighten the room taylor sullivan hey, hey. i'm taylor Su- sullivan i love the podcast Woo. I'm an oh, AC. Love you. Yeah. I'm an AC mechanic in Louisiana, and Damn. I listen to y'all on the drive to work. Stay we busy. love you. That's Stay busy. How Louisiana gets real hot. We we also acknowledge how many people who work hard ass jobs listen to our podcast. We we have a lot of respect for y'all. Please email Pat and let him know how it feels. I just want to know what are y'all's thoughts and okay. opinions on these five bands with X's in their names. Yeah, please. So we'll do them one at a time. Yeah, I like I like this game. Monster X. Uh, local heroes. 
Beatles? Question mark. <laughs> Question uh, 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 <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Exactly. They sold a lot more seven inches than they probably oh, deserved. Oh, to. fuck yeah. <laughs> that thing was everywhere. I mean, they're probably terrible. If I if I'm thinking about it, yeah. I, at the time I was like, this is cool. No, it's everyone thought it was cool. It yeah. was not cool. It's probably not good. It's not. But in 1996, when they were like a straight edge like grindcore band, or whatever, yeah. I think this is cool enough. Yeah, different. They, yeah, and, and and they were playing that type of music, but also loved like youth of today and loved. Of course. Like, you know what I mean? So did a bunch of cover songs yeah. that maybe exposed people. Singer bald, yep. long Amish John, beard. Johnster X. Johnster X. Yep. So I'm Johnster X. Say that it, like in name. the same way that Asuk Asuk uh, was you know this the, a, a specific type of yeah. band, but you knew somehow they were connected yeah. to hardcore and straight edge, and yeah. that was the same thing for me with. Yeah. Uh, okay. We also played with Asuk and Trial. We so, did. Decision, we, we did. Deja yeah. One. So, That's right. so Johnster Sorry. X ran Hater of God Records. Oh yeah, yeah. At, good label. At, at Troy, uh, I've wrote letters to him. I believe PO Box six six six, Troy, New York. How cool is How that? Do you, I mean, you have to ask for that particularly. One hundred percent. I don't think he was. Oh, uh, there was a weird hater of God, New Jersey connection. They, he put out some records for some bands from New Brunswick. All right, X A F B X, Arm for Battle. Okay. okay, they're pretty. I think they're pretty hardline. If I remember okay. correctly, I feel like they're like Reno. Yeah, okay. definitely. That, yes, yes. I don't know much about them. I just know the name. Okay, sorry. X Death Star X. Also of the same ilk, I believe. I feel mm-hmm. like they're like seventh generation. Yeah. X Tyrant X. <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Scary singer is jacked and has like face tattoos. They've got a, they, yep. they've got an album, not a song. Uh, I'm pretty sure an album about serving tread, tread in Iraq. Lightly. No. Yes. And, really? And, oh my god. Yeah. And like, so here's the thing. Did I tell the story on this podcast where on this drug church tour? Yeah, I, I think I did. But where a dude was like, I killed a lot of people. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, no, you no. didn't tell the story. Okay. Wow. So, uh, shout out if he's listening. Uh, uh, Sarge. <laughs> oh. he, he has a job in the military where he is inadvertently probably responsible. Not in, however you would okay, phrase yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And indirectly, no. indirectly responsible, or indirectly Dur- participatory yeah. in directly, Death. indirectly participating. Yeah. He's standing next to things that kill a lot of people at, at the time that they go off, right? So, uh, we're he, that comes up somehow, and I know him a little bit, and he is a soft-spoken, measured, considerate yeah. person, uh-huh. right? And uh, he just says, "Yeah, he's like, I'm. I, I think I've probably, in you know, manner of speaking, I kill a lot of people, and." and and I look at him, and he's like, "Well, you know, global politics are very complex." And and I, and I was like, "I was like, we don't got to do all that, man." I was like, "You feel good about killing a bunch of people?" He's like, "No, I feel terrible." I was like, eh, "That's all I ask of you." you know what I mean? <laughs> like, some, wait, yeah. what was it to, you said to the guy who who said he didn't want to be working at the truck stop? It no. is what it is. It is what it is. That's what you dropped on this dude. I mean, also, like, look for our listeners that are on some serious punk jacket stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, who killed Spiky Jacket? Who did kill Spiky Jacket? Uh, I was going to say that. You need to understand, um, if you're young, guy? if you're young, I've mind. that th- people's lives are going to take them in a lot of different directions. <sighs> and you are not always going to agree. And yeah. that somebody that is currently chilling in your safe space is going to be a sheriff in Reno. <laughs> and uh, and sometimes you have to shoot a man in Reno <laughs> just to just watch, to watch yeah, him Yeah, sometimes it's a sheriff. Uh, and but, sometimes you're on Reno 911. Yeah, it's a short very choice. entertaining show. And then you yeah. end up singing uh, for for, for uh, Destroyer. Pig Destroyer. <laughs> so so uh, all it all comes around. So at any rate, what what I'm saying is, um, I on I guess because I 
present in a way that it's okay to talk to me about what's going on. Uh, people tell me th- things about their lives. Yep. And uh, so I had a conversation with a cop on this tour, had a conversation w- with an army guy, and uh, uh, life is ugly and weird. Who realized that you were like the godsmack of punk and you bring out like the like... Uh, no, I mean... That's, you're these, just saying that because of his hair right now. I, I don't honestly, know what is happening with your hair right honestly, now. Honestly, did I tell you about the most interesting conversation that I had on that tour where a guy no. just... He's talking to me for a long time, long time, and he, mm-hmm. he just looks around. There's kind of like is a... drug charge or is it drug charge? He okay. looks to the left, he looks to the right, and he's like, I don't relate to these people. And I was like, yeah, me neither, man. And he's like, and he's like, no, politically I'm in a different space. And, and like, this is, yeah, his, here we go. this is his way of telling me. Oh, that this is like, a worst possible timeline podcast fan. Yeah, no, well, he is a, he's just a Midwest Trump supporter. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and, and, and this is who he is. And he feels a little uncomfortable because that's not the, that that's not the fucking space that he's yeah. in. And like, for our listeners that don't want to hear this, you can close your ears. I just said, and this is my honest opinion. I'm not. I don't live in your life, man. I don't care what you think or what you, you know. It's like, yeah. like, and that's not popular right now. People want me to like pull his fucking <laughs> shirt over his head and punch him in the face a lot. But, uh, but yeah, but I was just like, I was just like, even if you just pants them. Yeah, but I was just yeah, like, really. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, no, I don't feel no, an obligation no. to get that deep with anybody. Like, if if he wanted to go tit for tat on the actual conversation policy, piece, that would be talk interesting. About it. Yeah, but like. If you just present to your, present yourself to me as like, hey, I'm at odds with everybody in this room. I think a different thing. Like, yo, I don't agree with the thing you think, but I I feel that way in most rooms I'm in. You know. What so I mean? yeah. So, so you can really. Here's my thought. Did he extrapolate any further on himself? Because I'm wondering what brought him to your room. Yeah. He actually just loves the music. Like okay. he literally just loves me. He understands that we don't got a thing in common on a lot of levels, but he just fucking loves. And well, yo, I but guess don't that's you the think- beauty of some of it, and it's the horror of some of it too. See, but to me, like, look for anybody listening, I don't need a fucking bunch of Trump fans. Don't think I'm your safe space. You know no, what I yeah. mean? But like, I am the sort of dude that has made it clear that like, I'm not. I'm not your fucking jury. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, right, right, like right. it's like, you got to live with yourself. That's not me. I'm not like, unless you huh. invade my space in an ugly way, we're not going to get any more conflict, serious right. than any of this. But like, I, I find it, I had a fascinating conversation in Richmond, just somebody that didn't know what language they could use with me because they don't know my political affiliations. Sure. And they, they weren't like a Trump supporter, quite the opposite, but yeah. they, you know, Keeping up with language isn't, spoke American? isn't easy for every... Yeah, I said, I, said, I speak American. Yeah. What's up, fella? But no, but like... What's up, howdy? But I just said to her, I said, look, I'm going to be... I'm going to level with you. You don't need to be delicate with anything you're saying to me. Because the sure. worst that you're going to get out of me is strong disagreement. You right. know what I mean? You're not going to get like... I'm not trying. I'm not going to call your job and be like this You're asshole. Fired, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I mean, it's interesting because the whole like, man, when you say a Trump supporter, it's like, man, what the there's fuck? There's a lot is to it? that. But, now. Yeah. It's not oh, like yeah. a Republican, but, definitely, yeah. right? And it's more to it. And I am kind of in this boat of I want people of different ideas to be uh, available in the spaces I'm in. I don't want a bunch of people I agree with. I want it. And now that does there is a line. I don't want to be. Uh, at a white power rally, necessarily like yeah. just for the conversation, I was, you know. I, I, I want to get some of these people over to my side. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, yeah, no, no, I'm not that interested. Um, I'm not interested in like hate ideas, and that might be the interesting part because 
I guess that would be my question for somebody who self-identifies as a, a Trump supporter in 2000. Now, he didn't use that language. That's no. just what that's he... That's what you're... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You're, you're It's an implement. That's what I pulled. Right, which is fine. And that's kind of... I actually have... I have friends who find themselves in spaces where they're like, I don't politically agree with my friend group even and, right. and I'm like I, I'm glad different. with that exactly I feel it like that's different, different from it being is. like I'm, I'm a, a Trump, Trump supporter right. exactly like, that's the part because there's people that are on our side of the fence they go I don't always necessarily agree with this yeah right. which is fine which I, I love like, that's what I want I want you to question saying you're a Trump supporter in 2019 it's, it's a hard and parcel right now you're a fucking racist yeah, you hate I mean, it, people that, yeah. you hate that's like a step beyond a wearing guy. that's like a step beyond having a fucking uh, stars and bars on your truck that's you know what, what I mean, you know what I mean? like there's point? more to it than just being like I'm Republican and George Bush makes me feel safe this right. is like so far beyond that that like if you're identifying as, as that there's yeah, you more know, to it than you know just, what? I'm yeah. part of the third of the country who supports yeah. racism right yeah. that's, that's, that's what they're correct. saying right. yeah. if there's anyone who hears the sound of our voices who pictures themselves as a Trump supporter but you maybe think that the things we're saying aren't fair Hit us up, email us, because I, I would like a dialogue with someone who identifies as a Trump supporter, but also does not identify as a racist or a sexist or a homophobe. And how do you parse that out? But uh, yes, yeah, okay, so correct. That's the, that's the part. That's the that's, that's part. what you I'm can't asking. Pick and choose. Well, that's yeah. what I'm asking. I want them to 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 parse it out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you do that, blow up the email inbox. Instagram podcast. We will not dox you. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll have a fucking sure. conversation. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I I just. Uh, I think that, the, like exactly like you said, the person that identifies as a Trump supporter, oh. it, it's rare that that person, in my view, would also identify as a racist. They would they would couch that in something that makes sense to them that right. removes them. Correct. From the yeah, but you that's can't what be I like, I'm say. a Trump supporter because I like less tax, whatever the fuck right, bullshit right, 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 you can, yeah, 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 you know, right. yeah. economic yeah. thing that you can throw out there now. Yeah. But like, dude, that's the least of the stuff that he's doing because for you. That's yeah. the, that's the typical Republican argument. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fiscal conservatism. Well, right, right. Exactly. Not that's anymore. not what it is anymore. Yeah. Barf bag. All right. Last of the X bands. Cause this is a fun, funny oh, exercise. Vitamin X. Thrashcore. I never liked this at all. Straight on Southern Lord. In 2018, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just played the Kingsland. Yep, with Perfect World. Interesting. I I, I returned our email. Uh, my name was lowercase X Bob X. Yours was capital X space Tom caps space X. Capital and, X, the second one. Yeah, oh, both okay. caps. And then yours was Patrick capital X V capital X. Okay, uh, I like it. A shout outs to uh, who X Steve X. If you all know, you know. Oh, a fella who still signs his emails, X Steve X. I respect yep. it. Yeah. Super respect. respect. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know cool. if he still does, but that's cool as shit. Um, I, I know the last, uh, uh, I mean, I saw, if we're talking about Steve Reddy signing yes. his checks with, with X Steve X, he does. How cool is that? Does he? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fucking cool. Yeah, you're a fucking legend, Steve. You should come on soon. Everybody, EVR hello everyone at merch. Yeah, EVR merch now. Play this for Steve. Tell him, come on, he's got an invite. All right, um, Andre Pickens, who I've confused with maybe Andre Tippett, the Oilers receiver, or Slim or Pickens. Slim yeah. Pickens, Pickens, or there was a Carl Pickens, was a Bengals receiver. I feel um, like Andre Tippett wasn't he? I feel he was like, also on the Patriots. I want to say he was like a defensive end, though, wasn't he? Andre Tippett was the defensive end on the Patriots. Correct. I am thinking of Carl Pickens. I'm. Well, there's Andre Risen. There's a lot of a lot of eighties, nineties football players. All right. Hey guys. Left eye. Um hey guys. Yes. I know your singers. Me, 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 me. But I need your experience here. Guitar work is one of the biggest parts of hardcore for me. 
I like all the different sounds a guitar can make, including some of the more technical sounds. Sweep picking, tapping, Jesus. shredding, no. any weird stuff, etc. He likes that freaky guitar. I know, I love it. Um, nothing wrong with it. Sweeping, arpeggios. No, hardcore has a deep down hatred of this stuff, and I'm wondering where it came from. I'm not trying to shove sweep picking into power trip songs, but I know some guitars that are very capable of that kind of stuff and can write it tastefully, but it seems like they're afraid of backlash. I've even heard Knocked Loose catch flack over just using seven string guitars, and they aren't doing anything technical. Is simpler always better? Who decided that technicality wasn't allowed? I believe I responded to that, or maybe I did. I actually love this question because it's a great it question. seemed very honest-hearted. You yes, know what definitely. I, mean? like, I feel like early punks couldn't. Andre, do it. thank you. Like, like, definitely. I think that's where it was. I mean, but then you look at the bad brains. Uh, you know, there, but you have to almost take the bad brains, bad brains exception out of any to the rule. Hardcore conversation because they're so above and beyond anything, anything we've ever else, done. Ever. But I think like. Right. Punk rock is supposed to be like, you're not supposed to bring attention to yourself. You're doing your own fucking thing. And it's like, if you're Steve Vai, yeah. then you're obviously well, trying to gain that fucking It's also proficiency, ego, proficiency you know. is frowned on. Virtuosity is frowned on just because it, it's a... Uh, uh, but then everyone's favorite band is the most virtuoso... Yes. Virtuo- right. Vir- Virtuoso-ist. Virtuosos. I don't know if that's... Virtuosos. Virtuous. Virtuous? No, but that no, means they're good people. No, no. Virtuosos. Full of virtual... Vir- Whatever, Vir- really good virtuosity. Yes, uh, viscosity and oil breakdown. Yes, uh, I mean, but the reason I think that that's the case is because the the myth, the mythos, is that you're supposed to have gotten together uh, and played in a basement and not been with very your friends. Good. Yeah. yeah, you get your friend. You get that's the mythos is that you get right. a friend. You started that playing played. guitar when right. you started the exactly. band. Right, exactly, and like. Yo, that's that excludes a lot of people who are just very gifted fucking musicians that like maybe they did pick up a guitar for the first time when they started their band and then within three years they're they exceptional yeah. because they're they're gifted. Uh, I still think drummers are the most important part of hardcore. Yeah, a lot of people would agree with you. A yeah. lot, uh, like if you have a bad drummer, you're fucked. But well, I think that's if you've got a great people. drummer, you're, you're set. Yeah, you could be an, an adequate guitar player as long as you have Mackie behind you. You're good. Do you know All when right. I knew that that question was open hearted and, and and coming from a good place was when. My bigotry against seven string guitars is so ingrained and extreme yeah. that when this the, the person that asked this question said, you know, I've seen Knock Loose receive flack for seven string guitars. In my head, I said, fucking a right. But like, but, but, but there's no, there's no good reason to feel that way. All except right. my association. We love it, you, Isaac. It, yeah. My association is with like very bad music. Okay. Right? So like, I'm going to. But it gives you a lower end. <laughs> you get heavier. So you wanted the real answer again. I'm going to come in here and sweep up. Because you guys are lying ass liars. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to break the line for you guys because I'm not in the hardcore singer union. Because mm. hardcore singers just want that attention. They're like, yo, that dude's too good at guitar. He can't be doing that shit. I need no, the attention. I, I, I buy that. Look I at, need like, it. Yeah. No, Look it's at not AJ true. AJ Novello no. and Eddie Sutton. It's they, not true. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking around. No, uh, it's just, it's it's changed over time. I think good guitar playing is is more accepted now. But sure. then there's people who claim to be very good at guitar who are like, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I'm just a better guitar player than Dr. No. I don't think the Bad Brains have good songs or good riffs. Remember and that? when you yeah, see that, I remember reading that on the internet. And when you see that and you're like, well, no, you are a very good guitar player. But you're, you're now disqualifying the Bad Brain songs. Mm. Which is yeah. craziness. I like, yeah. I like bold statements. I'm not, you yeah, know, but that's, you not one, yeah. that's not one I'd ever make, but, yeah, yeah, but, exactly. but I like a bold statement. Many other very good guitar players looked at that and said, the fuck? What? Yeah. But I think, you know, 
and punk and hardcore, you're not supposed to aspire to be something Correct. greater than, yes. you know. And, you're supposed to break up after three years. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're not supposed to be the guy that can shred as well. Yeah. No, let's keep but, shredding. I mean, keep shredding, kids. Or, you know, Justin from Dead Heat, dude, the shredder. Yeah. He's a hardcore yeah, kid. Yeah, he is. But he's a fucking shredder. Yeah, yeah but, not, but then he gravitated song. towards crossover, which only makes sense. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it's a young, like, it, Taylor. It's interesting that, the, that this, you know, this person's correct. If you are playing straightforward hardcore, there's very little space for, like, it, they just don't allow you to expand yeah. like that. You have to go into metal-leaning things before you're allowed. Right, a minute and a half song, we don't yeah. have time for like, your fucking wanker. But I, I would love, personally, to see, like, you know, like, say, like, Minor Threat style, fucking whatever, like, but through a modern lens of a real wizard, you know what no, I mean? Be like, I, I'd, I be know, in, yeah. I'd be interested. You might lose some of its charm. I'd yeah, be interested. That might, no, because that, they were punk and fucking shredders. Okay, yeah. but... My attitude on Death by Stereo is that so like there's too much going on. There's too much going on. Yeah, I'm talking little, about somebody it's Dillinger that, and Punk. Yeah, it's all of it. exactly. By the uh, way, do you guys know the Death by Stereo guys at all? No. Uh, the one I mean, guy. Uh, I know Paul Miner. The one guy's at the oh. program, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, the Ephraim and one other dude. Yeah, he owned, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, but Dan Palmer, one of the guitar players, mm-hmm. bald guy, he has like the curly mustache. Mm-hmm. He's in Billy Biohazard's band. Oh, he's a guitar player in Billy Bio. We walked I mean, in to see Life Bag and I was like, holy fuck. I mean, they're good at what they... Uh, those they dudes are very proficient. All but, of those guys are incredibly proficient. But there. Shout, out, shout out to the dude at Program who does a good thing. Yeah, yeah he does. Really That's cool. a great dude. Shout out to that. All right. Um, I don't know how much longer we'll do. We've got a couple more questions here. Um, this one's from mid-October, so... Christ. Joel. Hey, Joel. On a recent episode, Bob talked about how the one Boston record has some hot tracks... Boston self-titled. They had several other songs on that. Smoking, a couple good songs. Incredible. That took me on a trip to when I was probably seven years old and raided my dad's CD collection and fell on that record because it has a spaceship on the cover. Good reason. Good reason, yeah. Was wondering if you guys had any records that you used to listen to that your parents owned that you still love. My favorites that my dad had besides Led Zeppelin, or besides Boston, were Led Zeppelin 1. Yeah, good. Neil Young Harvest. Yeah, Mm -hmm. good. This is where our ages seem crazy. (laughs) Green Day, Dookie, oh, Nirvana, Nirvana, Nevermind, The Wallflowers, Bringing Down the Horse, oh my God. and Stevie Ray Vaughan, Greatest Hits. And here I am about to say Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic, and yeah. the Who, Who's Next. Yeah. Uh, my father was big on Jimi Hendrix. I love that shit. Um, my father didn't get that. Yeah, I, I like, uh, I'm trying to think of others. He really, he liked Stevie Ray Vaughan a lot, but I never really dwelled into that kind of stuff. What else did he really like? Uh, he liked he liked a lot of funk. Uh, Grand, no, yeah, right. No, uh, big into the late '90s pop explosion. No, uh, he really liked uh, Grand Funk. My dad uh, liked, liked Grand the Bullfish. All right, oh, shit. he's like, why don't you do a band like that instead? <laughs> you could sing. Honestly, you should have taken under. I probably should have. Yeah, it's not too late. I think Darius Rucker, you know, could use could I mean, use a couple backup. Mm, wow, I know. Probably for the anniversary of fucking yeah, whatever. Probably, it's probably 25 years or something. Yeah, it I is so. 25 years. 93. There you go. Um, it is, um, Joel, thank you for the question. Uh, we'll go around. It is. Bl- it blew my mind and I forgot that it was in there because I was like, oh yeah, Led Zeppelin, Neil Young Harvest. I love Neil Young. Uh, then I saw Green Day Duke and I was like, oh, yeah, I was like 12 when I bought that and I am the youngest person in this room. Wow. What, are we talking about Green Day? Because I can talk no. about Green Day. No, we can talk about records that your parents liked or old records that you uh, love, that you maybe were exposed to from a parent or older person in your family or life. I mean, yeah, for I mean, me, it was Aerosmith. It was Aerosmith Toys in the Attic. Your parents Great liked record. Aerosmith. Yeah, they had an Aerosmith record. Great. Aerosmith. Your parents were probably parents cool. You know, I'm how, how old Generally. are they now? Yeah. Uh, late 70s. Late 70s. Oh, wow. My mom's yeah. older than that. My dad's older. Would have been older than that. Yeah. They, uh, my father liked, like, Sinatra. Yeah. Well, not even. He loved Elvis. Okay. And he loved old, like, 
my cur- like country, like Merle Haggard. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like uh, my sisters still- were older. I have a, my yeah. next oldest sister is eleven years older than me. Oh wow! So oh, she wow. got me into like fucking Springsteen and fucking oh, wow. Judas Priest mm-hmm. and shit. That's right. That like she saw the Ramones at Brooklyn College. Yeah, <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's literally an eleven year age gap, same parents and everything yeah, yeah, between yeah. me and my next oldest. Sister. I like that. I appreciate. It's fucking that. wild. But like my mom, like I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Like she listens to like Jimmy Durante and shit. My mom really yeah. likes James Taylor. Uh, had me buy James Taylor. Great song. Uh, had me buy James Taylor CDs. I bought her James Taylor Carol King live at the uh, Troubadour in LA CD. I thought that was a cool, cool CD to buy. First CDs I've bought in over a decade. So, mm. how about Top you? Tapestry is a great record. Parents didn't listen to music. My father, a little Sinatra. Yeah, that's it. You're right. You, you, Sports radio. Your game. parent was uh, the library. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do you fuck with any classic rock? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, name yeah. one. Poster. No, he fucks with Led Zeppelin. I fuck with Led Zeppelin hard. Yeah. Uh, and because well, he's from Zeppelin. upstate New York, Rush. Uh, oh. I, I, so I think Rush is so much in their own category, I don't even. Yeah, you are I know. scratching Greg's itch. Yeah, I, yeah, I, if Greg you want to talk loves. about Rush, we might have to say delay your flight. I, yeah, I, you know? I, I, <laughs> Greg flew to ca- from Seattle to New York to see Rush at the garden with his brother. Yeah, that's so, so good. I saw Rush. I was disappointed. But yeah. uh, only. What tour? Uh, damn. Roll the bones. This would be. Oh. No, 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 no. What this year? Was, this was like six years ago. Maybe six five. Years. Maybe five. Did they have years. washing machines on the stage. Okay. I was living in LA, so when was yeah. that? All yeah. right, but you yeah. were disappointed. Okay. Not okay. because okay. they were bad; they were absolutely perfect. I feel like you got to see them upstate. Okay. Upstate oh, outdoor. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I just don't have any use for that. You okay. know what I mean? Yep. I think that's how they've been since the seventies. For sure. So. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah but are. but aside from like some drum flourishes that are very cool and very impressive, like I just don't. Like it's album perfect, and no, I just uh, so no, I agree with you, especially on the those last few tours. Yeah, for so, sure. So what I want from a rush show is outside uh, summer evening, sure, laying on a picnic bench, doing uh, chilling, yeah, and rush is playing, and I'm here, and I'm so psyched. Running, I'm also laying down, running through the gate with a friend of mine in Southern California to an outdoor amphitheater because we were late for the show, and we hear Tom Sawyer starting, so good. and we're running to get inside to see it. Good lord! If and that is undoubtedly classic How rock. Fun I just don't that? think yeah. of it that. Way, but that, yeah. a, I, I can listen to ninety nine percent of the Rush catalog. Okay, uh, Tom asked a good question: uh, Zeppelin or Sabbath? Oh, Zeppelin. Yeah, I go Zeppelin too. Sabbath. I yeah. like Sabbath a lot. I ultimately would go Zeppelin yeah. for listenability. Like I could listen to Cashmere every uh, hour on the hour. Yeah, the I think there's such an interesting two bands to put together because when mm-hmm. you listen to them, I don't think there was a lot of crossover between those two worlds. Probably not. But though, when you they were parallel in time Mm -hmm. and if you and they have they have some distinctly similar influences same they're Mm. pulling from the same box Mm -hmm. just doing different stuff yeah do a deep do a a volume four led zeppelin three uh uh, side by side listen fun Mm. fun time uh yeah and classic rock I also, I also, Oof. some Blue Oyster Cult, I think, like even though they're fantastic. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Why don't we know Don't Fear the Reaper. Oh, there's a song. Oh, and I, I think they sound like that's what Ghost sounds like. So, so they actually run the gamut between like pretty irritating to uh-huh. absolutely perfect. Yeah, there's there's at least two Blue Oyster Cult records that are so records, listenable. yeah, like LPs. so listenable. Yeah, yeah. There's a song don't I Love the Night the that I could play. Over and over again. Could I play it at your funeral? Every, you could. Yeah. You could. Uh, uh, one I'll shout out is Arlo Guthrie. Uh, the the um, what's the fucking uh, the diner song? The uh, uh, Alice's restaurant. Alice's. All right, so that's <laughs> the song everybody song. likes, and it's funny and cool, and like Amanda loves Christmas? it. Huh? What's it tied to? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Christmas? Yeah. And uh, but the B side of that record, as it's originally released, the the A side is that song, mm-hmm. the extended version. The B side is fucking just like beautiful 
rock music, like a little bit of Americana, but it's like kind of dark and cool. So that I'll shout out. So, hmm. all right, we want to do one more question, or you got to get going. I got to get going. I, well, right, I guess just for done, I'm sprinting to an Uber and, and going to my friends. All right, let's do one more. Let's see. Do we want to do one more question? Yeah, let's do it. It's, it's like I love yeah. you, man. That's what I'm saying. No, that yes. Well, hold on. Uh, play it again. No, are you doing limelight or are you doing Tom Sawyer? I think it's Tom Sawyer. Okay. All right. Slap it a basement. Long time listener, first time emailer. Hey. I'm a relatively late embracer of the core. My roots originate in pop punk, punk, emo, and indie rock. All the best J styles. All right. Most of the historic, quote-unquote, hardcore bands that I've become aware of have been by learning first of the secondary stylistic protégés, or second acts, before the originator. For example, I listened to Saves the Day before Lifetime, Rival Schools before Quicksand. Yeah, it makes sense for time, actually. My question for you is, what hardcore bands that have imitated other styles end up doing it better than the original? Or will they always be written off as a praise band? Uh, P.S. Bob uh, he had some nice things to say about our signings uh, on Revelation so props to us thank you Jamie very cool that's interesting Um, who do it better okay Um, well I mean it's all it's hard to say if you ask me Saves the Day does not touch Lifetime right oh really but a lot of most other people would be like dude Saves the Day fucking slaughters it yeah right I don't agree Uh, yeah I think by the time that I can listen to Saves the Day it sounds markedly different from. It's not a punk. It's right. Because the only record I can listen to from Saves the Day is, is Stay, Stay What You, you are. are. That's yeah. a record I like. Yeah. But the other two are great. The other two are good, but it's Lifetime. You like it, right? I, I think that if, for a type of music that I don't, yeah. I actually don't, actively don't like, that is the perfection of it. 20, 2019 is the year of pop punk Patrick. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. I think it has like, a lot to do with, with how much time passes too. Because yeah. okay, in 1987, what is the hardest recording you've ever heard in your entire life? The yeah. breakdown demo. Yes. Like it, it, Men at work. Okay. Breakdown demo. You're right. Breakdown yeah. demo. I listened to it a thousand times and couldn't fathom it. Um, I would argue that satisfaction is the death of desire is the descendant somehow some way of, of the that. breakdown demo sounds a hell of a lot better I would listen to satisfaction probably in workout or go running yeah. or play for my friends whereas yeah. I'd play in the breakdown demo and they'd be like look at you sideways what, what is yeah. this yeah. 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 yeah you know so all right I that's mean. interesting because that but that feels more extraction and if yeah. if, if somebody was to try to do the, I have very strong opinions on this just because yeah. I never like the the band that is attempting to do something perfectly you know what yeah. I mean yeah. so like I don't know. You of hate any. Rush. You no, hate no, no, no. What I mean is, like, so like, like whenever so you attempt a, a a genre piece band, you know what I mean? Like, where mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. I want to sound like this era, yep. and I'm going to do it to the T. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. I never end up liking. Those. Okay, so do you? How do you feel about End of Year sincerely? I throw it in the trash. I think I, I would argue that it's an example of this. Where uh, is it better than the Embrace record? No. Is it better than? But I, it's in the tier. It's not. It's not as. It's not classic like that record. But it's better than Brights of Spring. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Brights. It's not. It's not better than One Less Wish. It's very. Uh, I, I mean, know. but no. You you aim for the the thing is is like uh, there's so much difference to some of that stuff. That's you would have been on Desoto, but not Discord. Maybe. And that. Oh, yeah. But that's actually a fascinating conversation. I've never in my life thought how does it actually rank against the. Source that's what material. I'm saying. I've never thought about it. And that's, that's what we're being asked to do is think about the source. I what don't are know. Other like bands that are like, 
like and it's different because it's, it's like where do you compare things like like I mean how a, do you how is it better if it's like you got it directly from well and it's tough because then it's like you know if I, it's I direct it's not I don't I think you guys were but I'm even on that record from this question, you pull in dancey shit on that that's yeah. a little bit different yeah. so there's stuff that's going on that aren't um I think the best versions and it's kind of deferring but like saves the day to lifetime mm-hmm. there's a directness but also saves the day doesn't get as fast as lifetime no and then you go to the other side where it's Kid Dynamite. Kid Dynamite just takes extrapolates and goes, okay, what are all the elements of Lifetime minus saves the day, basically? <laughs> you yeah, know, it's when you sonically yeah. go that yeah. way. Yeah. And it's so fast. It's like, well, if you blend those two together, maybe you come with Lifetime. Where would you go? Kid Dynamite or Lifetime? Gun to your head. Oh, Lifetime. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I right. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Lifetime. And I like Kid Dynamite a lot. I haven't yeah. gone back to it, but Lifetime's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you could put on Jersey's Best Dancers right now. I put on Jersey's Best Dancers, and to be honest, I could put on that reunion record. That's a great record. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't know any funny. of the words yeah. because I still don't understand after 20 years. Yeah. Really? I don't understand oh, yeah. half the shit he says. And then not in the record. Da, da, da. I'm going to start talking on the podcast Nine, like, all right. A lot of the record, a lot of the, I'm like, you're not saying that. He does the, the, the Bannon. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not what you're saying. Yeah. Love that too, though. Yeah, what I, other, I feel what are other, like, direct descendants? No pun intended. All right, so here's one. Is Converge a direct descendant of Rorschach? Yes. Ooh. If you ask them. Do they do it better? Ooh. They do it better. They evolved it, but they did it better. They took in a few different yeah. influences does and Rorschach just twisted it up. Does Rorschach have a single song as fast as when Converge decided to start playing? Well, that's, that's down the line of evolution. Yeah. You know okay. I mean? Oh, so at their outset when... Well, not even... Because obviously Converge well, started as Biohazard and then goes in Rorschach, you know? Runner of that song. Yeah. I asked that a lot. It's pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Converge probably does it better. All right. So then you can go to older shit like Infest or something like Siege. I say Infest did it better. Yes. What year did Siege come out? 83, 84. Yeah. Youth of Today or SSD? Youth of Today. Did Youth it better. Today always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Don't I mean, get sour face. No, no, no. I'm just thinking. I, 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 I prefer. I prefer. There's one I prefer, but I, if I was being honest, I just don't have as many good songs. So Here's one that Bob will part. Yeah. AF negative approach. I don't think because I think AF, AF is. The, do you think uh, they this, pulled it? Yes. I don't think they did. I mean, pull they, it. But they covered it. I know, but I don't think they pulled it. Let's call it. It's coming soon. Um, I, I, if I if I just had to choose one, I'm picking AF. But yeah. but I wouldn't say they took this. They took some other elements, and that's why I think yeah, New York's so New interesting. York is the New York's cool. Um, Sorry. I know. What else is there? There's. It's just a I tough question of examples, point. I know. Cool well, he'd use those: the saves the day or lifetime. Yeah. Rival schools, quicksands too. It's different. It's the same, same creator guy. exactly. Yeah. It's a different sound. Um, I mean, it's almost like seven seconds or a girl. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, like well. Because if you listen to the Walter sings the hits, that is a fucking seven seconds, seven seconds record. Seven seconds, yeah. Because yeah. Siv can't sing like Walter can, and it's a lot closer to a seven seconds record. It's always, I think it might have been mentioned on here, Ian McKay almost produced, he was asked to produce Start Today. I'm really curious to see what that would have wow, sounded like. That's interesting. Oh, wow. He turned it what? down, and then he heard it, and he's like, ah, oh, shit, I would have liked to have done that. Mm, really? Um, I don't know. It's really tough to think about that. And you can go to more modern things. Um, there's bands like I think the band Renee Hartfelt pulls a lot oh, from Quicksand. Yeah. But that's not, it, I wouldn't say it's better in any way, but it's a really cool thing. And you can hear the sound. You can even do guns up and fucking no warning or fucking. Yeah, sure. Full hand, no warning. Mm-hmm. And backtrack and no warning. Mm-hmm. And no warning and mad ball. And, you know. Yep. Oh, well, if that's the case, then like. Be careful. No. Are I, you taking. 
Mad Bull overall. I'm not saying anything controversial. I'm going to say no, Mad Bull. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those bands, I mean. Go, but that I'm, No Warning Ill Blood record, honestly. Um, the best non Mad Bull Mad Bull record. It, it, well, and it pulls in just enough from other spots like Chromags mm-hmm. and Outbursts and da 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 and does it in the production. I really, I think the production Huge. on that record is great. It helps them. And it, yeah. it helps separate it from some of the Mad Bull records. Mm-hmm. Not to say better, but just different. Yeah, no, it's clean. Um,. It's a really good question that's going to require more thought. I don't think... And then, like, if you think about eras where that, like, the revival thing is, you know, so, like, we just are in a metalcore revival thing. Like, is uh, is Vane better than Converge? No. Oh, okay. Code Orange or Disembodied. And we I all say Code, Code Orange, Orange right? Yeah. yeah but, but, sure. but I think there's mm-hmm. enough variation on it that I don't know if it is exact. I mean, it's a, it's a spooky chord that everyone fucking... Yeah. Goes right. Out. And that's the problem is that, like, it, to have it be direct, it's tough. Like, like... Okay, floor punch. Sound like Rorschach. No, no well, that's right. In reality, no. The, the, the floor punch doesn't have any. Isn't Youth of Today, but they're Youth of Today and Breakdown and the Raw Deal demo. And, yeah. Straight ahead, thrown in a blender. Yeah, there's no and it's direct. not direct. You know what would be interesting if there's a worship band, literally like a disband, yeah. band, for example. Yeah. that sounds better oh, okay. than Discharge. Okay, so there's no one who's arguing that um, the Disclose LP is better than. You know the the discharge singles, but there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, it's pretty fucking good though. Yeah. You know, maybe there's I, some maybe I would listen to it, but then no, know, there's you, people who would listen to it. Yeah, it's a good record because you enter this weird world where when you've heard the original a trillion times, mm-hmm. some people will opt yo for, for some new. Things, so, yeah. And there is slightly like if if I listen to Disclose, it's a little noisier than the Discord record or Discord Discharge recording, and it's got some of that Japanese in it just enough that's like, oh, this is a D beat and this is worship, but like the sound, it's got more of a buzz to it intentional buzz that's cool you know um Man, good questions. All right, Greg. that's we cleared a bunch out of the mailbag. Greg, thank you. That yes, was awesome. Of course, absolutely. You're invited your back. Night, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Greg, we're going to fly you, you out just to do mailbags. <laughs> we're just going to have you come out for more and more of this. Um, it was fun. Is there a place that you'd like people to reach you about anything? I don't know what the fuck. Two things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, most importantly, 100 for Haiti is the nonprofit that I'm the executive director and founder of, but more importantly, that does development work in rural Haiti. So go to 100 for Haiti, all spelled out, O-N-E-H-U-N-D-R-E-D-F-O-R-H-A-I-T-I. Uh, today, we funded uh, two really critical programs in Haiti. One was um, uh, we funded uh, the ability for 300 kids who were either former child slaves living in orphanages or living in the streets to get uh, two therapy sessions each per month mm. for the next six months. And then we also funded enough uh, therapy time for 250 parents whose kids have been former child slaves to get therapy to understand their own feelings about their kids being former child slaves and then returning to their homes. So check out 100forhaiti.org. And then if you're interested in more about me, gregbenick.com. I just redid the, the website and uh, stripped off all the bullshit and left all the uh, all the stuff that ma- that matters to me. So right. there you go. Okay. G-R-E-G-B-E-N-N-I-C-K.com. Greg, thank you for joining. Of course. Thank Thanks a lot, awesome. guys. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Appreciate it.